louder! Wrestling's Worst Years, episode 34, boys. It has been a minute since all three of us have gotten together and recorded an episode. I am your host, the extravagant, the incomparable, the tired, Eddie Shepard along with... The inebriated, Travis Lasseter. Oh, do I need to say who I am? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's your fucking part of this podcast. I, I would imagine that all the people out there listening know who the hell I am. I'm the longest reigning, most title reigns, the illustrious and obviously beautiful podcast heavyweight champion of the world, beautiful Brandon A. Lane. Because you won't goddamn defend the belt. Well, I didn't uh, tuck my tail between my legs and run away to Jamaica to get away from defending the title. I didn't. You just conveniently decided that you wanted to defend the title while I was out of the country. Well, that's that's what happens when you're the champion, baby. <laughs> Goddamn Puerto Rico all over again. Goddamn, boys. This episode is the reason we started this fucking podcast. It's not WrestleMania, by God. Uh, Isn't that sad? It's slightly, slightly bad. This show we are about to cover is King of the Ring 1995. It has been ranked as one of the worst pay-per-views in WWF history by many, many online lists. Oh, it's fucking top three. Before we get into the minutiae about whether or whether or not, because trust me, the pay-per-view is going to speak for itself, I say we save that discussion for the very end. Because... We were just talking before we went on. We have have compelling arguments uh, to be made. Uh, for and against uh, the negatives and positives of King of the Ring 1995. Well, I have plenty of negatives. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So before we kind of get rolling, let's kind of talk about King of the Ring, and we'll talk about some of the past winners later on. King of the Ring had been held annually as a non-televised house show from 1985 to 1991, with the exception of 1990 and 1992. In 1993, the WWF began to produce an annual June pay-per-view called King of the Ring. King of the Ring pay-per-view was considered one of the promotion's big five. What are the big five? WrestleMania. Uh, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I could have said all those without slurring because I'm not drunk like Travis. It's fine. You should have been drunk by now. Uh, It was actually still considered part of the big five all the way up till they stopped the last pay-per-view event, which was in 2002. Uh, it was the only event of the five to never be hosted at least once in Madison Square Garden. Uh, there were different tournaments following 2002. Uh, we actually had 2006. It was exclusive to SmackDown, where the finals took place at Judgment Day. 2008, King of the Ring was held on Raw April 21st in 2008, featuring Raw, SmackDown, and ECW stars. That was a glorious time. That was uh, William Regal. We're going to get to the uh, winners later. God damn it. God damn it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, 2010, King of the Ring was held on Raw November 29th, 2010. Uh, the qualifiers were on the pre- uh, previous week. 2015, King of the Ring would actually have the semifinals and finals aired on its very own special on the WWE Network. That was in April of 2015. I actually remember watching that on the I mean, That was yeah. a guy that I'm not allowed to say who won yet, but... Yeah. We'll get there. 2019 King of the Ring uh, final was originally scheduled to be held at the Clash of the Champions, but was rescheduled the following night on Raw, 
September 16, 2019 at Thompson Bowling in Knoxville. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, it's pretty interesting. Well, it's a so, hop, skip, and a jump down so the Tennis- road. So Tennessee got the cast-offs of something that wasn't good enough to put on a pay-per-view is what you're saying. You get it. You get it. And then lastly, the 2021 King of the Ring Finals took place at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Of course it did. And it was the first time that they crowned the Queen's Crown Tournament champion. Goddamn right. And that person who won that is Zelina Vega. Yes. And you're and welcome I, for spoiling that one. And I, I wasn't going to spoil it. I was I was going to say that I would do things to her that um, <laughs> are illegal in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> You fine. You would show her arm. I mean, if she, get it, yes. Get if you show her ankles, she's out. She's Dude, out. Dude, she's getting fucking cut. I'd fucking do things to those ankles. You know what? Right now, I'm just gonna say, fuck Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I agree. Also, you know who else? Fuck them. Fuck the Queen of England. Yeah. Fuck that fucking. I got uh, a funny story. Really fuck queen, that bitch. Queen Zelina Vega. All day, every day, over that dumb cunt. Or as Travis would say, Orly. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Conan's a piece of shit. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Orly. I mean, we got really? this fucking inbreeding shit in the goddamn English family. Yeah, dude. Tra- Prince Charles, who is now, I guess, the king of um, the that backwards... Uh, he killed Princess Diana. Fuck him. There's a lot of hands in that pot. But we're that's that's true. That. That's true. But all the inbreeding gave him ears big enough he could take flight with them. Fuck, he's cashing this money. Fuck Camilla and her queen consort bullshit. <laughs> really quick, funny story before we got it rolling. I, I remember when I got the message saying that uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away, and I sent it to Landry and said, uh, "She, you know, the queen passed away." And she misinterpreted it as Miss Elizabeth had passed away. And she died she, years ago. That's what I had to tell her. Like, Fuck Lex Luger. I watched it like Drunk Travis. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I haven't seen Drunk Travis in years. <laughs> this show took place, King of the Ring 1995, June 25th, at the Core State Spectrum in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This pay-per-view is somewhat notorious among WWE fans as it is considered one of the worst ever produced by the company, quoted from Wikipedia. God damn right. <laughs> the most reliable source. There, I actually put it there myself. <laughs> There's a couple of pay-per-views that they consider with it, but like one is December to Dismember. We won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that is a goddamn horrible show. But this show is one or two on the list of horrible fucking pay-per-views of all time. You're right. So, with without further ado, Brad, let's get this bad boy ready. Goddamn We're going to start this show... We're going to say three, two, one, play. Well, uh, this wanna... is going to be season three, episode three on the Peacock. Pull your Peacock out. King of the Ring, 1995. Fast you can look it up. Seconds. You can look it up uh, just on the search bar. Just looking up King of the Ring. Get you there. It'll take you 20 minutes because the Peacock <laughs> app is terrible. <laughs> it is fucking God awful. Fuck Peacock. <laughs> Goddamn Travis. <laughs> <laughs> one fucking job. We're going to say three, two, one, play. Three, two, one, play. I was going to say, I am notorious. I have said this on previous podcasts. This is one of the first tapes I ever bootlegged from Video Wiz. And I hate myself for knowing that because I copied this shit. And yeah. I, like, so so how exactly in. did you use Video Wiz? How did you how's it work? I had a membership card, which is people don't understand that anymore because we don't have video rental fucking stores anymore. Uh, I, went and rented, I went and rented fucking King of the Ring 95, took it home. Put it in one VCR, put a blank VHS in another VCR, and I fucking recorded it. So, did I ever tell you about the double VCR I used to have? My brother worked at Goodwill, and this bad boy came in, but it was a double VCR, and literally you popped the tape in, 
And you recorded on the other side. I used to record porn that way. It was fantastic. Fuck Stephanie Wyan. Stephanie, Stephanie Wyan has teeth so big that King Kong and Godzilla could drag their balls across them all day long and never touch. She has <laughs> dick-sucking lips. You see that fucking... Uh, <laughs> she was the one. <laughs> she was bright, the one. That's paralegal. Quote-unquote paralegal. You got that bright red-ass lipstick that leaves stains around your cock. That's sexy. Which is wild that we're getting... Have you never seen Red Shoe Diaries, Travis? <laughs> She's wide-eyed as Dude, fuck. Dude, Vince had her drinking champagne out of the pun- on her fucking high-heel shoes. Oh, Good for yeah. him. I, I mean, watch, I would, I would, I would have personally uh, selected Mike McGurk, uh, but you know, fuck uh, Stephanie. Uh, I want you. She was a, she was a commentator on Action Zone, by the way. Jerry Jackson, get yeah. my goddamn car. Really gonna play get Action my Zone to my goddamn my Action Zone. I want you to neigh when I nail you. This pay per view sucks so bad they put the free for all fucking match on here to extend the pay per view because it's yeah, thank, last thank three you hours. WWE Network for including shit that nobody wanted to see. So we get Savio Vega's first match. We're getting the King of the Ring, the last King of the Ring qualifying match between Savio Vega and IRS. This match was originally on Sunday Night Slam, where the winner was added to the tournament. Razor Ramon is currently out due to a ladder match that uh, happened with. Jeff Jarrett you know at a house show. You know what's cool? His Videotron, or whatever they called it back in the day, is goddamn streets of Puerto Rico. And you know what is depressing enough besides Philadelphia? <clears throat> the streets of for- fucking Puerto Rico. Soyo Puerto Rico. No, I think it's nombre. No man confront us. I'm a niggas. Be nombre. Boom, boom, yeah. I didn't know you were going to blow your load this early in the podcast. Hi, Manos Tahiba. Touch the sky. So your Puerto Rico no continues to the nombre. Nombre. Get ready, guys, because you're about to get a shirt on our t-shirt store, by the way. Honk, honk. He said honk, honk like goddamn fucking old it's McDonald. It's fucking song. Oh, roll up. It's over. Oh, shit. I win. Goddamn R- oh, IRS is already sweating. We got handsome Doc Hendricks and Vince McMahon on commentary, which is really exciting because Doc Hendricks is fucking hilarious this show. Danny Davis already has his fucking long sleeve ref shirt on, by the way. And you also can It's already, cold in there. You can, oh, yeah, you're right. He has to hide all tattoos. his SS tattoos. Uh, so, hey, we actually see some know, ECW guys. We get some ECW guys in the front row. There's straw, straw hat guy. Straw hat guy. Um, Vlad guy. is also there. Uh, super fan, which we never got that documentary. And Fuck then you, also, a uh, Faith No More guy is in the crowd as well. He's actually to the left. Yeah. Big big Jim Martin, but not actually Big Jim Martin. But he looks just like Big Jim Martin. The guy sitting beside a hat guy looks like Stan Lee in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> He, I mean, before, right before dead. he died. Right he's before fucking, he died. He, he doesn't like Stan Lee. He doesn't like Stan Lee. Goddamn, why the fuck does Ted DiBiase not have a tie on or a bow tie or oh, anything? Oh, man, this King of the Ring is not very important. So, <laughs> so guys, we... <laughs> goddamn. Ted DiBiase is getting heat out there with all the, the ECW marks in the front row. This goddamn pay-per-views was the last three hours. The last, like, two hours and 20 minutes. And then he had this dude, fucking... Don't, dude, don't, no, no, they're going to add more matches if you say yeah, that. They're going to retro add matches. No. You make it 234 or some shit. Dude, dude they're, they're going to add a fucking Duke the Dumpster Drossy against Mantar. Oh God, um, don't do this. <laughs> why the fuck do you buy the King of the Ring shirt? The goddamn tournament is terrible. Don't buy this shirt. Vlad's there. Vlad, fuck you. Vlad can do whatever he wants. Oh, God damn it. Fuck Vlad. Oh, there's the fucking Spanish commentary team and the French commentary team. Right? That, that's back when the, the Spanish announce table was built a lot stronger. Guys, guys, did you know that Sabio Vega is fucking Rocky? 
<laughs> his whole story is Rocky-esque. Like, he's battling against the world well, and become the fucking goddamn uh, champ. According to Vince McMahon, every 20 seconds, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doc says that if it was just one match, the Athletic Commission would let Razor work. But with it being a tournament, they would not allow him to compete. Where was this pay-per-view held? Philadelphia. Philadelphia Pennsylvania. That's why we get an ECW <sighs> chant later in the show. Which is fucking disrespectful because ECW sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, as the guy that fucking has to review ECW, hey, ECW is fucking stupid. I watched the first episode of Hardcore TV for June of 95. That's all you need to know. Oh, good. It's not, I did see Eddie Guerrero bust himself up doing a fucking hurricane runner. Good for him. Yeah. He's also dead. This is actually going to be uh, one of IRS's last... Look at that flop. Jesus. God Dude. dang. Worst boot to the fucking chest I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's supposed to go to his face, not his, his chest. So there you haven't, go. Did, did haven't, you know? haven't we been calling for the end of IRS yes, since it, the beginning? It's very, this? very soon. It's almost as bad as us calling for the end of the head shrinker since January. <laughs> Travis, is going to happen. You're, you're going to be really upset when it's the last time oh, but, we but, to, be, to be honest with you, who has more value? A tag team that they desperately need or or, or IRS who ain't no, done shit? I'm just going to tell you, Captain, he's a, he's, Captain Mike Rotunda deserves everything you know, in this world. Uh, Best t-shirt ever made is the Captain Mike Rotunda where he has as a ship in the in the sky. There's been times where I've been hammered drunk and I've gone on eBay trying to find that for bread. Dude, I want it so fucking bad, <laughs> like but I would never. Sp- I ain't paying See there he is. Shit. See him. I would never spend money on it. Uh, so his uh, his final appearance is actually going to come uh, July 30th, 1995, at a house show. Jesus uh, Christ! In a losing effort to Shawn Michaels. Well, you know, good. you know what else I want to pay for? Sorry, a Vegas fucking kick. haircut. Boom. That's thank a three God count. It. Thank God that matches over with. Wasn't terrible. God Wasn't damn. the worst IRS match I've watched. SV in his head. I mean, listen, IRS is a perfectly serviceable combatant in in the sports arena that is professional wrestling. But he is definitely past his prime. Oh yes. Let's as see. long as you have him losing to guys, I have no problem necessarily with him being there. But they they definitely should be shorter matches because he's staining the fucking ring with all that sweat. Let's see how yeah. many people cheer for Slavia. Uh, really quick though, time. he would actually show up in WCW in September. So yeah. not too far yeah. off, right damn, when uh, Nitro damn, starts. Damn right. Michael Wall Street. I think he has a match on the first Nitro. I could be wrong. Oh, man. I, fu- I can't fucking wait to Soon. see on that. Show finally starts, boys. Attendance, 16590 That never came back to this fucking show. You want to know how many paid? 14181 <laughs> Hey! <laughs> this uh, show drew almost 1,600 more fans than WrestleMania, but the venue at uh, Mania was a sellout. Live gate. $311,000, which is kind of impressive, which was the third oh. highest gate behind SummerSlam and WrestleMania. I mean, for, they killed this town. For 95, um, yeah. yeah, that's pretty How many women in Vince McMahon touched com- this Compared that the live gate was like $56,000 for Great American Bash 95, it's pretty fucking impressive. True. Out of the 10 pay-per-views done this year, it is the fourth lowest buy rate at 150000 uh, Down 15000 from King of the Ring 1994. I got, I got one word that will make sense of that. Mabel. No, fuck you. (laughs) So here's an interesting fact. So, um, live gate numbers. This is how much money they made at the the door. Between Rumble, Mania, and King of the Ring 94, 1,290,000. 1995, 1,201,000. So $89,000 different. I love Doc Hendricks. Hey, we got the Hardy Boys back there opening up the door. Matt and Jeff with their fucking short haircuts. That's where they should have stayed, if you ask me. Goddamn high voltage. <laughs> he was trying to... He was getting, H. 
I. God damn. Look at fucking Did I tell Yoko you that Zuna. I found an HIV hearty you, on fucking you, Community Creatures? You did. God damn, you're going to look a thick. He's looking fucking juicy boy. Thick with a Q. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude. I bet he tastes like soy sauce. <laughs> he's waddling hard in Mick Foldian. 2019. I'm fucking weirdly hungry now. I don't know what the deal is. You feel the power of the new generation? No. Nope. We do not. We do not. God, I miss those tag bells. They're so nice. Hey, why don't you flip that like over, Corny? Look at Jim Cornette's looking fucking great I'm out gonna there. I'm going to buy that figure next Friday, by the way. It is a raw debut. That's pretty good. Yo, look at Yoko taking forever just to get into the fucking ring. Jim's like, fuck, he can't get into the ring. It's because he's goddamn blown up. And we're going to sh- show how uh, Yokozuna qualified. Of course, we watched this match. Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Scotty Riggs out there looking like a fuckboy getting chopped. <laughs> oh! <laughs> fucking Fuji. <laughs> fuck right in the eye. He's like, hey, don't touch my boy. Here, hold this flag. USA all the way. It's like, oh no, Lex. Oh, I think Yoko's going to come. Oh no, Lex. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking it. Yoko threw uh, Lex into the corner. He's like, oh, God damn it. I'm going to get up after this. He fucking hits a leg drop. You know what Scott Steiner would say about Yoko's in right now? He's fat. Fat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, okay. Okay. I got to run through the butt. Rip. I got fat. Of course, he beat Lex by count out uh, to advance in. This was actually the second added uh, qualifier match because of Owen and Bulldog having the... I, I, uh, I don't know that we covered this when we... Fuck Manny Garcia, by the way, the goddamn ring announcer. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> but was was that technically the ending of the fabled Luger no. Yoko? No, because at the next In Your House, we actually finally get the Allied Powers versus Owen and Yoko. Oh, See, I did not know that. Spoiler alert. The only reason I know that is because I stayed home from work the other day and I watched wrestling bios on YouTube. Shout out to those guys. And they did kind of like a new generation. They talked about the Allied Powers being a team. And then they also talked about stars of the new generation. And here's Savio Vega cutting a her- tar- <sighs> terrible promo where he's like, I'm going to do this for Puerto Rico. I, live, I, I, I love America. I'm going to be the king of the ring. You know, I'm going to win. I used to always notice. Soy like, Puerto Rico. On, on Savio's. Oh, <laughs> I saw, you know, on, on Savio's head, I always thought it was just shade. I never realized it was a fucking scar that went from the fucking, like, top of his forehead down to, like, or the very top where his hairline is all the way down to his you, forehead. You know how you wouldn't have seen that? If he was still Quang? I wish he would have had... Quang! Oh, God. <laughs> They're showing the, the replay of him beating IRS. He has a sweet fucking kick. Too bad that once I thought you were going to say he's got a sweet ass. <laughs> he beat I can't, I can't help it. He beat I don't want to say anybody. That's why he's in the fucking 1998 No Way Out. I almost made a, uh, a Dave reference from Orgasmo, but for the sake of not getting canceled, I will not say it. Nah, no. Nah. Everybody say Getty Lee. Who's Getty Lee? Who's Space of All Time? Oh, man. I kind of think this man sounds like the Pish Mode. Stupid. <laughs> the fucking. Los Naked Mariachi. Yeah. Stupid SV in the back of his so head. That's just. It's no different than Ric Flair putting RF on his fucking tights, Travis. It's a little different. Why do you yeah. shave that in the back of your head? You're a stupid idiot. Yoko's getting blown up here with just fucking waving the flag. <laughs> Man, God damn that, it, Jimmy, get me heat. When that fucking titty mate starts fucking flapping, it's like uh, Grandma Bingo oh, Wings on Saturday night. I love you America. You, hey, guys, <coughs> guys, guys, guys. Uh, this is Rocky, by the way. Like, this is fucking Rocky. How many matches did you work in one night? <laughs> You four, don't understand working. Four. You fucking yeah, you indeed do not understand working. I don't like the fact that he, wore, he, wore, his, he wore his fucking jacket out for the fucking free-for-all, but he's not coming out here wearing he's his wearing jacket. He's wearing fucking high water. He's fucking so much right time now. right now. He's wearing fucking high water. You see how goddamn high those pants are? Yogos, it's not his fault. He's big. 
I'm talking about fucking Savia. Like, goddamn, wear some long pants, you oh, bitch. No. Well, with Yokozuna, they used to go down to his ankles, but then his ass got real fat. Dude loved gravy. Dude loved gravy and fucking everything. Turkey ass. That's what he loved. Turkey ass, in gravy and mayonnaise. Digging in fucking mayonnaise. God damn it. Dude, legit, I'm terrified of mayonnaise. I'm gonna buy you some Dukes and bring it here next time. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Party. Like the, Lady likes mayonnaise. I'm not a fan. You, you know what it sounds your like? Your fucking you family stick, loves all kinds of shit. I don't you, care you for stick pickles. Your Fuck you, okay? I love pickles. I'm gonna if you had some, pickles right now, I'd be eating them on the cup. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say Eddie, Eddie and his his family. All they do is eat fucking pickles. We're just playing, me and Kalen. No one else in my household likes them. Brandon, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking hate pickles. I fucking hate them. But I'm I gonna find bring it surprising because you usually love phallic I'm going to bring things. some pickles and some mayonnaise over and we're like, he loves hot dogs, <laughs> he loves bomb pops, <laughs> he loves corn dogs, wet macaroni noises. I fucking love uh, corn dogs and mustard. I yeah, you do. Lie. We knew you did. So Razor Ramon actually advanced to the, uh, to the quarterfinals on May 20th edition of Superstars beating Jacob Blue. Yeah, woo. How, I'm like, sure how did they decide burner. which blue brother was in the fucking tournament, by the way? the coin, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> He's the more talented of the blue brothers. Like which was, one oh. didn't have an SS tattoo? That's what we're going to uh, go with. Trick question, they both did. Oh. Oh. So like I mentioned earlier, Razor would get injured during a house show ladder match on June 9th against Jeff Jarrett as they were trying to um, push house show numbers up. I'm pretty sure they were building to a ladder match between the two. Mm. I would say either at SummerSlam or at In Your House 2. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's probably in your house too to kind of pop a buy rate for that. Uh, do you think Razor was going to go far in this tournament? I think we got to the end and lost to Mabel. Man, that's for it's so fucking so fucking sad to think about because I mean right there is the man who should have won the damn fucking it. King How of the Ring. If you ask fuck me, fuck is Owen Harton on this goddamn pay per view? Well, there he is. Woo. Yeah, he's holding a red phone like he's got the nuclear codes. Like what the fuck's going on? He's there? calling Batman. <laughs> Fuck you. He was calling Stu because he's goddamn like, calling the prime minister, which is your fucking hero. Goddamn it! Where's that fucking radio? I really think. Oh god, are, are we going to talk about the revelation of fucking Jim Nightheart and and members of the fucking Hart family evidently giving fucking was it G- their wives G- GHB and fucking them in the ass and fucking them while they're asleep? <laughs> fucking fucking. I woke up and my asshole hurt. I didn't know what's going on. I had these hemorrhoids. I don't know where they came from. And, then, and they found it charming. It's like they loved us that much. <laughs> they, they loved us. They wanted to fuck us while we were asleep. That's, that's what, that's that's what she fucking said. Them heart family's fucked up. That's too God hard normalized it. too many things. I don't want do, do you think Brett fucked Julie in the ass or you just found a fucking random ring rat? <laughs> ring rat. Ring rat. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say you found a fucking, uh, fucking flap. <laughs> Oh, Julie, Julie was not very attractive. Even when she was young, she she had like what I call uh, like go away, she, like <laughs> meth, like <laughs> go away. That's pretty good. She's she's what I would call Newport chic. Uh, oh god, damn. we call this look Nickelodeon chic. <laughs> but um, uh, oh, sorry, let me interrupt here. Yoko's in with a trapezius hold. Which means he's fat and can't do anything. I have, in my, I have in my notes, Yoko is stalling. Doesn't make sense to put him in a singles match with his weight right now. Dude, this nerve spot is boring. He's God done to... that to keep his fucking balance because <laughs> otherwise he'd fucking tip over and wouldn't be able to get back up. You guys know like, when people are really fat out in public and they have to wrap their legs up because they're so bruised because of the diabetes. Okay. I'm surprised he never had that. So, I love okay. how they keep cutting to the Spanish announce team because goddamn Savio is from Puerto Rico. I worked... Zaliba. When I very first started at... 
my my employer, uh, which is a haunted house, we had a super super overweight drug addict whose name I will not mention. Fat fuck Scott. No, it's not. <laughs> no, fat fuck Scott. That, he That's came mean. later. That's mean. <laughs> No, this guy was like, I mean, seriously, he, he was so fat. That would have been a disqualification fat. in WC number 92. That's yeah. true. That's true. Thank you, Bill Watts, for upholding the rules. Um, but this guy was so fat that his fucking skin, like, it had stretched to the point where it was like, it was breaking. Like, I mean, like fissures. And he was leaking what I can only... Oh my God. I'm, I'm being fucking serious with you. This dude was leaking what I can only describe as like petroleum jelly mixed with like turkey, turkey gravy. It was, and it smelled fucking terrible. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, he died. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's not a joke. That's just factual. The dude fucking died. The petroleum jelly caught on fire and he burned. Spontaneously gets bust. I will say, Savio does a good job getting the crowd up behind him. He, gets, he throws some pretty awesome chops Listen, here. I'm not, not going to lie. I I kind of was a, I wouldn't say a full-on mark of Savio <laughs> Vega, but, but I did like Savio Vega. That's why you love Los Ruicos. I fucking love Los Ruicos. <laughs> so you Puerto Rico manga tigas Were you really hurt? He's, an, he's actually an honorary member. <laughs> Do you really hurt when he joins the Nation of Domination? No. <clears throat> Do you, which which uh, bone crunching action figure do you have? The uh, I have fucking both of them. Oh goddamn! Fuck you. He's you know, like, I really hate that he doesn't have a Legends figure. But it's all this one. I don't want the uh, King of the Ring ninety five. Well, we need some more new generation. By the way, we haven't talked about how we got our rings. Oh fuck yeah! I have not wedding rings. Yet. Yeah, no cock rings. <laughs> uh, new generation. Same thing rings. for your kind. <laughs> I uh, think that a Savio Vega Legends Elite would be great. He doesn't deserve an ultimate, he, he but he deserves me. an elite. He killed me. Oh, God damn. Oh, man. Wrestling. Wrestling. Look at Savio Vega with the tape down his chest. Co- I want a goddamn coin. I'm not going to lie. You would. You would. I want the green mist head, too. Like, after he spits it, it's like oh, going down his face. You are, I hate you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I legitimately... Sometimes I, I just get angry thinking about Travis. Travis, we, we've been friends now for, like, what, 12 years? 10, 12, yeah. 2010. Yes, yeah, so it's 2022, so 12 well. years. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, how am I friends with this guy? Well. How's my buddy married? And then I'm like, poor Lindsay. <laughs> She doesn't know this side of me that loves about talks about Savio Vega. I bet she does. <laughs> she, 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 who's the fuck Savio Vega? She, that's why she you, wears the earplugs when she goes to sleep. So she can't hear you dreaming about have, Savio. You should have pillow talk about all these intricate details I, I about shit have, she does obviously no, not care just, about. I think we should have pillow talk about why it doesn't say Razor Ramon as his bad guy on the back of his goddamn said, vest. Oh, there's Owen. Hit those ribs. Why the fuck is Owen on his goddamn cart? <laughs> <laughs> He's all like, I'm gonna fucking come out and interfere, but I'm not gonna be on the goddamn card. They miss uh they miss the finish here too. Oh, he fucked this king of the ring. Punched him in his girl. Watch this. Yeah. Oh, you're fat. Let me punch you in your fucking forehead. But uh, oh, I, know, I know it's oh, like God. an ace bandage around Razor, but it dude, it looks like a fucking what are they, they missed call the finish Sp- right there. Spanks? God yes. damn it. Uh, like okay, got him right at the ten count. Oh, damn it! Why the fuck is Owen? There's faith no more guy. He's like, what the fuck's going on? See him up there. Owen's walking up the, the goddamn ramp, and fucking Razor's not chasing him. Fuck out of here! 
Oh, it's, I mean, Yokozuna's fat. He can't even get back in the ring. God we can't it. chase him because his ribs hurt. Goddamn body shaming. But he could, he could fucking run back in the <laughs> ring and congratulate Savio. Well, it's because he was excited. He got, oh, a, he got a rush of adrenaline. Yeah, sweat, I'm going to the polo. next round. My fucking hair's so cool. Travis, he's, he's, already, he's already worked two shows. How many shows have you worked? How many uh, matches you worked? I mean, I've worked six tonight. What? Woo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at oh. God. Razor holds his. I'm pretty sure Razor really wasn't hurt. He's like, I'm not losing the Mabel in the goddamn final. <laughs> so, how is it that we're this far into 1995 and they still have the block logo, the the basically the not new generation logo on the ring mat? Well, they're trying to or save money, so they just use last year's fucking ring aprons. That, well, I mean, you're probably right, but <sighs> I hate that. I hate Diagonal it. logo. Ugh. Oh, here's Jerry Lawler. I am so fucking happy that we're finally getting into this fucking <laughs> foot stuff. He's like, oh god, let me spray some air fresher because my feet stink so bad. Oh. You know, Pat Patterson's the one who's jerking all the feet. Fucking no, you already right. discovered who it was that has the heart on for fucking feet. <laughs> Which one? The guy who paid $6 million for a blood job. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Vincent. Todd Pettengill. You know. Kennedy. <laughs> McMahon. Oh yeah! I really wish some allegations would come. Oh about, yeah, wiggle a lot big one. I really wish some allegations would come out about Todd Pettengill doing something wrong. Because I do fuck too. That guy. I do Jer- too. Jer- Jer- Lawler. I mentioned the hate Todd Pettengill. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's putting this shit over though. But like, I know the last here's couple. A, here's the thing, Travis. I don't fucking care anymore. They've drilled into my head. <laughs> I don't care. The last I do not couple, care about this match. The last couple of Raws, like Jerry Lawler, like took over and made it almost unbearable. This match was happening. So like, I feel like. Yeah, I don't really care. Let's your... just get it over with. I feel like this is definitely was cut. Yep. Something was cut here. Yep. Um, ain't he great? King of the Road. Oh, my um, God. Are they talking about the King of the Road match with uh, Dustin Reynolds? Yeah, and the, the infamous match. Back, back Black Top Bully. You mean from the best pay-per-view we've ever watched on this podcast? Uncensored 95. Why the fuck is Jeff Jarrett on this goddamn pay-per-view well, defending the Intercontinental title? because he got beat by the Undertaker. He's out of the tournament. Fucking goddamn it. Defending against Razor Ramon or 1-2-3 Kid or something. We're I getting get... the roadie versus Bob Holly here. God damn it. Three weeks ago. A, a match that will go down in infamy as being the most forgettable oh, match maybe of all time. Let's see Steve Apollo lose real quick. All right. Ray Apollo. Ray, Ray Apollo. Apollo. Whatever. God, it is. doesn't matter. The roadie advanced to the Are quarterfinals you... defeating Doink the Clown on the June 3rd Superstars. Steve Kern was fucking... Goddamn doink. They also put team. over that Jeff Jarrett will be defending the Intercontinental title against Savio Vega tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. I can't yeah. fucking wait. I don't care. And they're going to do the Fargo strut here. Thank you. Thank you for correctly identifying uh, his version of it. I'm pretty sure uh, Road Dog ruined it, though, because he's fucking shimmying. <clears throat> you know, I went into this pay-per-view thinking this is going to be the worst match, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's it actually one of the better matches well, on the card. The best or yeah. the second best match. Yeah. You've got an Armstrong who grew up, you know, in the business, and then you've got the the greatest uh, race car driver to ever lace up a pair of boots. Sorry, Kyle Petty. Fuck Kyle Petty. He was a member of the NWO. If he wasn't driving the Mellow Yellow car, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> Number 42, baby. Your, your hillbilly show. <laughs> <laughs> you made me choke on my beer. God, God damn it. 
God damn it. Why is this not one, two, three, kid? You know who Bob Holly defeated on the May 15th edition of Raw to qualify? I gotta put my fucking hair down. A fucking Blue Brother, probably. I gotta put my hair down. It was Mantar. Fucking Mantar. We watched Remember he hit him with a crossbody? Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, yeah. Here it is right here, actually. Six weeks ago. He's been prepared for this goddamn match for six weeks. I tell you, the the quickest way to get an Intercontinental title match is to defeat the, the undefeatable... Mantar defeat the gut that is fucking Mantar. Yeah, in that time period, did he not become Intercontinental Champion? But not like not actually really. become yeah. Intercontinental Champion. Like they had like his foot was on the rope. Or something. Oh, look at that! Was a nice fucking nice belly to belly. There. It was like a belly to belly suplex. Dude, they're got, fucking on it. Mm, get boom. that goddamn beer man out of the match here. I will say Bob Holly already had a bald spot in fucking '95. I do want to talk just because when the spotlight's on you, it's gonna burn through, baby. I do want to talk. Look at this. They you know, you know who they should have made the king of the ring? The bottom rope. Put the fuck crown on me. <laughs> Brandon's neighbor is going to fucking love this. Just to give you guys fucking some, some insight. It is fucking 1138 at night as we're recording this. And we're only two matches in. Put the goddamn crown on me. Hey, man, look at that. Look at well, that. What do you do then? <laughs> I bite everybody. <laughs> I beat Diesel at SummerSlam. My God, I become champ. <clears throat> he wears the title belt as he races. You know what? Fuck Brandon's neighbors. I don't give a shit. Drunk Travis can is tell so you, aggressive. Can I tell call you the, a real, a true story about uh, about my buddy Fat Tony. What he did to my neighbors one time. He probably <laughs> blew him because he's <laughs> <laughs> not true. So. I can't remember what year this was, but we had a, a birthday party for me here, and, oh, we, and we all drank, I mean, a lot. And fucking Fat Tony, you know, being the prankster that he is, um, he went outside to smoke, and just out of the bizarreness of ooh, ooh. that, that the, the, he is, decided he's going to whip his dick out and rub his dick on the, <laughs> on the fucking windowsills of fucking my neighbor's fucking windows. And, the you know... He, like, stayed in my apartment, slept it off, and then, like, drove home uh, the next day. And he, he fucking messaged me. He's like, dude, I thought I fucking bruised my dick, but it was just fucking soot from sticking my dick on, on, your, on your neighbor's windowsill. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. I was drunk. Respect, Fat Tony. Look at this, man. They, they I'm gonna say, they're having a good match here. Like. Fucking, he counters that with a fucking powerball, power and it, it got and a Jeff, pop. Jeff Jarrett loses his mind at ring size, and that even makes it better. Gee, I, I feel like it's almost a missed opportunity. I mean, I know Jeff's, you know, in the mid card with the God fucking damn. IC title. That's a tag team right there. You could have easily had in your division for the God, they tag fucking, titles. They fucking needed tag we're teams we're so talk, bad. Are we gonna talk about how this fucking pay per view doesn't have one goddamn title match? We will. Like God, fuck. The most important title the King of the Ring can have is, pretty, is on the line. I'm, the King of the Ring. I'm pretty sure Road Dog wears those fucking pants and becomes a goddamn Road Dog Jesse James in '97. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's being efficient. He's not spending money on tights because he's buying fucking weed. I'm gonna say so much. I'm gonna say uh, dreadlocks were not a thing in '95. So good for him. They, uh, uh, the, they were. The ironic thing for was, who. Rock, nice. Jada Pinkett Smith with her goddamn alopecia. No oh, man. No. First of all, fucking... it, this '95. She had a shaved head because no. she was in fucking Demonite. Get yeah. your back straight. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I Fuck. fucking, I fucking hate her. She's a cunt. She is the one thing about that movie I'm just not a fan of. Everyone oh, else there goes Margo Strutt. Oh hell yeah. Cool oh, thing man. is he has, he has a lot of uh he has a lot of depth to his character. Yeah, he's just a roadie man. 
I seriously, I I went into this thing and this was gonna be the worst fucking match on here. This it, match is pretty fucking good. I'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna say this like this match probably wouldn't the would have been the best match of the night if they didn't fuck the finish. Yeah, I have in my notes too about the finish and you'll see it here. It's coming shortly. here soon. Jack Dawn's a referee, by the way. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so please send your hate tweets to, to Jack Dawn. Yeah, so, Jack Dawn fucking messes up the finish. I do fucking loser. I do want to say this as well. So I know Brandon was not on the bash uh, Great Maker Bash episode. Excuse me. I'm really torn up about it, too. You but, should be. But to me, even in 95, it's hard to knock WWF because the production values of WWF, it always looks fucking great. Even if this show's not that good, the production value, it looks good. Great. You know, you want to shit on Bucky Beaver for, you know, making the product stale, but, I mean, you can't deny that they, they kind of wore their angle in terms of how they produce things into the ground but aesthetically it is a solid production yes. Car- Carl and Sylvie being the goddamn blimp I don't hear what you say the biggest problem I noticed in 95 is just the lack of solid heels <clears throat> the lack of <laughs> fucking main do eventers you, do you think cause, his mean, arms on the rope why the fuck is he counting it's kind of it's kind of you know That's, this is a leg. You have the, the stable, <laughs> solid baby face, mid-card baby face with Razor Ramon. Would it not have made sense to turn Razor Hill and, and kind of pushed him to the main event? Or do you think, do you it would have made sense for fucking Jarrett and fucking Razor to have a ladder match. I don't... But they didn't do it. I don't, I'm, I'm not in favor of ladder matches, to be honest with you. But if you're going to do one, um, at least, you know, it, it, of that time... Razor would have been the, the guy to do it. I just don't necessarily think I would want to see Jeff Jarrett in a ladder match. Yeah. I that being said, absolutely, they should have propelled babyface <clears throat> or heel uh, Scott Hall. Look at that balls. Right there on camera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God Sorry. damn it. Change the fucking camera angle. I guarantee That's actually from the time when he. Um, do, you think he should, do you think he should have wrestled with his fucking racing helmet on? <laughs> it would have saved him from power I still power drivers. Like, you know, when the race started, that should have started, the green flag should have went it did, fucking way. They, they could have turned him heel. It's <laughs> his fucking finish. They'd have been he hitting fucking, He fucking Benoit's him off the top rope. They may hit the Only he flag. doesn't end up murdering his family because he's wearing a fucking neck brace <laughs> and a fucking helmet. He'd have been hitting, they'd been black flagging him and then <laughs> technically... <laughs> Technically, that doesn't like, matter in the wrestling ring, so you depend on one, two, three, and you got to check your flag. The, this, all, this all adds up to something. You get a, you have a match that has an inside and outside referee, and the fucking outside referee has the flags, and he throws a... When he gets, like, you know, to the end of the match, uh, he throws the white flag, because he needs... <laughs> it's it's coming. He hits the signature move, like WWE 2K. <laughs> It's a signature move, and then when he hits the finishes, goddamn checker flag. Oh, man, this is so stupid. Then he kicks out of it, he throws a yellow. Like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ, caution. Well, here's the thing, man. WWF was hurting for money. They couldn't afford that many flags. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Goddamn, but they could afford Jack Dolan's fucking uh, die job. Oh, be nice. <laughs> he had nothing wrong with you. It looked like a freaking Ric Flair hair. 
I'm, I'm serious though, man. Low key, this is probably one of my favorite matches off this show. Which Why is saying you got something. number thirteen on the fucking just, tight. Oh, it's fifteen. 15 sorry, it's just race car number. You dumbass. Yeah, pick something else. That's not a good number. Well, I don't understand. I don't pick understand. number one. I don't understand racing. <laughs> I did pick number one. I'm the best. Pick number one. Number. I'm fifteenth best. Close to the well, finish here. Then why would uh, Dale Earnhardt? Here comes a flying bald spot. Dude, looked great. So he hits, and watch this. He's gonna pin him. One, two, three. He oh. kicks out. He definitely kicked out. Yep. He definitely kicked out. They fucked the fans. Man, if only there had been a referee with a flag outside. Yeah. Caution. Jeff Jarrett jumps up there like Jeff Jarrett sells it with his fucking cow like cow tights. That fucking Ruby. The, Ruby he says the shirt. road dog right there, by the way. So they're already planting the seeds for 97. So we get Rody versus Savio Vega in the semifinals. That's going to put a lot of butts in the fucking seats. Well, they already got the money. They already got the money. God it don't matter. I hate this goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> I even bootlegged this shit and I hated it. That's on you, dude. Honestly, though, I would put this match against probably... Three-fourths of the uncensored 95 card. Fuck you, Jeremy Devitt. I don't even know if you're still the fucking lawyer by now. Oh, yeah! Texas Tornado! God damn it! <laughs> Sean does the Carrie Von Eric. It is Clip clock. Gene. Clip clock. Gene. <laughs> Definitely not staying at your house tonight. <laughs> Five fucking weeks ago, he beats... Goddamn King Kong yeah, Bundy. Sean, yeah, Shawn Michaels advanced to the quarterfinals by defeating King Kong Bundy on the God. May 22nd Monday Night Raw, which we watched. Goddamn Billy Silverman. I was, I was literally about to make a Billy Silverman reference. He's a nice fellow on Facebook. I don't give a shit what you say, Travis. His sister's hot. I don't give a shit. Sean, Silverman. Sean says, <laughs> yes. Every time I think of her, I just think of the fucking league. That's all I think of. And she gets fucked by Jeff Goldblum. Oh, man. We see his fucking vinegar strip. fucking cut Sean off here. I wish we'd have got this ultimate instead with those, like, little oh, metal look, it's things. I don't, I don't get the... The dog tags? I mean, on the vest, fine. But the hat? I don't know. It just seems... It oh, just matches, you son of a bitch. I don't, it just doesn't <laughs> look aesthetically look at pleasing. Chain I wish that Sean... Sean says it was uh, it was an incredible matchup with King Kong Bundy. Every match he's in is an incredible matchup. Yeah, you got that wire shit on his fucking earrings in this one. Up oh, here comes Kama. He's throwing the the wreath. Uh, the wreath there, which they did a terrible job of picking that up. Yeah, yeah, because they were after too busy we, filming Sean. After we just oh, talked so, about how great the production is, so Sean talks shit about King Kong Bundy in that promo, and he says, "Being big doesn't make you good." One of the most charismatic and flamboyant WWF superstars. Oh, detail. yeah! I can't wait for this uh, cut out of the goddamn pay per view here in a second. Yeah, so four weeks four ago, weeks ago. <laughs> you know, the, the talent was so strong. Kama defeated Duke the Dumpster Grossy. <laughs> it beats a fucking trash man that's trash. And do you doing know math. how? Do you know how taxing it is to be a ta- to, to be a trash man? You have to lift shit. He's falling asleep. Yeah, I mean, that's why he's doing meth all the time to keep himself up. Well, that's what he does now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's too allegedly at the time he was too busy selling GHB to fucking the bulldog in Jim so they get cornhole Dan our sister Diana was getting cornhole like oh my god I'm an asshole I, I just want to say we don't we don't condone in that but it uh it, it's fucking telling I mean, that if you're happened. married whatever if you could, do what you want uh, whoa <laughs> whoa dude <laughs> Lindsay we, we, we cut from a Sean wearing a goddamn trucker fucking cat with the Dog tags on to him wearing a King of the Ring hat. See, he agreed. He agreed that he looked like a 
Yeah. I just took some GHB and forgot that segment. Yeah, so Shawn Michaels' music starts at a weird spot. Explain why, Travis. Uh, there was a uh, segment where they were selling King of the Ring hats. Who was which selling? They was supposed to be Barry Dodinsky, but apparently he wasn't there. So Bruce Pritchard is selling the stuff. And he goes up to the uh, stand where the King of the Ring helmet and stuff is. Helmet. Oh, um, goddamn crown, or whatever you want to call it. It's not Bubba And, like, he ruins the goddamn finish of the tournament because he puts the crown on. It's, like, three sizes too fucking big. So he turns it sideways to make it fit. Yeah, and then, like, He Bruce switches Bruce, hats with yeah, Bruce. He switches hats with Bruce, and he's wearing the King of the Ring hat, and then they cut that three minutes out, and all of a sudden you get Sean of the Ring. Well, listen, I'm not going to argue or that facing three... Comma. Three minutes of less King of the Ring 1995 is a bad thing. So this thanks, show thanks, ended Bruce. like 20 minutes early. Good. That's why they had to add the goddamn free for all match. Why, to are the tape. You, why are you being indignant oh, about yeah. it? Yeah, you should be thanking me. I want this goddamn show to last as long as it possibly can because it's our WrestleMania, goddamn it. Travis, you Travis. can get fucked. You yeah. know, fuck Canada and fuck goddamn Tim Hortons. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> no, yeah, you're turning against your goddamn homeland. It's funny you said that, though, Travis, because I do have in my notes. We need the Sean gear in a in figure form. This is a great. This is great gear. I I don't like the knee pads. I like the uh, boots. The motocross. Look boots. at this. Ooh. This this match, though, I'm not gonna lie to you, is a great match. It, I think it just goes. It kind of stands true that Shawn Michaels can have pretty much a good match with anyone. It's just bad that it ends. I'm, I'm spoiler alert, but it ends in a time limit draw. <laughs> Motherfucker. I just, I, it's a really good fucking match. I, and it's probably Kama's best fucking match ever. I'm, I am a proponent of time limits in professional wrestling. Not this, though. However, on a pay per view, you probably shouldn't do something like that because it's different, like doing it on like a Raw or a Nitro or something to build to an angle, you know, a rematch, something down the line. But when people have paid money to see this, and I apologize Ooh. for the people who were dumb enough to buy this in the first place, but you got duped on multiple levels. But Shawn Michaels is, you know, arguably, you know, top three guys on your roster. And and you're having him go up against a guy who you're trying to build up. They're just so, taken out of a white t-shirt, by the way, to show his tattoos. Yeah, I don't know. I... I guess the the idea is that you don't want to beat Kama because you're building him up. Yeah, but and he's, well, he's about to take yeah, he's about to work Taker, so, so he had to make him look like a throw. I don't taker. know. It, it just it's <clears throat> this would have been better not on this pay per view. But why would you not? I know this. I know this sounds probably stupid as far as we go on, but like, why would you not have like the gong go off, distract Kama since he's been fucking with the creatures of the night and the Reese all this long? And he's melted down the urn. Why would you not have him distracted? And then Sean beat him. I I I didn't think about this initially, but when rewatching this, I mean, it was agonizing. But I had an idea because they're doing this redemption angle with Sean. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck didn't they have him? Win the King of the Ring. I think it's because he's already won the Royal Rumble. Well, and they made the asinine fucking stipulation that whoever wins the King of the Ring gets to challenge Diesel. And they didn't want Diesel to fucking fight, face another babyface. Oh, well, then guess what? Have him fucking lose the belt. 
Yeah. No one gives a shit about Diesel. Yeah, he's not. They've not given up on that yet. I really think a babyface Diesel versus a babyface Sean would have been a fucking draw for SummerSlam '95. No, nah, I, I, I disagree. You can't have a draw for your world title on the on your arguably what your your second biggest show of the year. Yeah, but like you look at it, like they built that match after after fucking WrestleMania '11. Like they even had the word like. Diesel said, I'll give you another rematch, Sean. Just leave well, leave fucking here, Sid out of the thing. Here's the thing. If you break it down like this, why are you not having Sean and Diesel team against fucking Sid and Tatanka? Why <laughs> instead Because Bam Bam, 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 bam bear with me. You could have put Bam Bam in the tournament and he could have fucking he could have fucking won it. He could have well, lost that's the another example of a guy that needs a redemption story. So it, it, there's so many better options than what we got. And and I know Vince gets something in his head and uh, he just can't let it go, which is like getting blowies from paralegals for six million dollars. I mean, we, we talked about the bonus episode of rebooking the King of the Ring. Like, I mean, there's so many options. And there's so many options. Like, you look at all the guys that are not on this pay per view. Don't don't say that because I'm saving that. For I mean, later. we'll save it for later. But like. Uh, foreshadowing, but like, god damn it, man! Like, there's so well, many other options. Not to spoil anything, this, but you can look at this pay per view. Not to spoil anything, but you literally throw a dart and almost just by sheer luck pick someone who would have been a better choice than yeah. Mabel. I honestly would have would have been okay with Kama winning mm-hmm. over Mega, uh, Mabel. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to push him into this program with the Undertaker, that would have at least given him a little bit of status going into that feud. But you sit here and think too. After this King of the Ring, Sean is never in another King of the Ring. That need to be. And fucking Undertaker's never... This is the only King of the Ring the Undertaker is ever in. That was Joe Frazier. And like, yes, fucking Joe Frazier is like, why the fuck am I here? I don't remember why I'm here because my fucking brain is rattled. (laughs) But like, like, why is the the Undertaker like in this fucking King of the Ring? Like, you could have made Undertaker and Kama like a... Semi-main event. Well, Joe Frazier, Joe Frazier is there because someone told him that his friend Dusty Rhodes was going to be because there. Because Muhammad Ali couldn't <laughs> remember wrong. to be there? Yeah. You mean um, Muhammad, Ali, well, Muhammad Ali couldn't remember to be there? Muhammad Ali was working with WCW in 95. Yeah, he was remember. at fucking Collision in Korea. Yes. Yes, yes Queen. Which was a goddamn terrible pay-per-view. <laughs> so really quick, guys. So Fuck North Korea. This match goes to a 15-minute timeline, right. timeline draw. Past King of the Ring winners, 1985, Don Morocco defeated Iron Sheik in the finals. 1986, Harley Race. That's weird. 1985, that's two heels versus each other in the finals, right? I think Don Morocco was technically babyface then. I thought he'd just come out of the feud with like Jimmy Snooker and shit, though, right? Well, I know he's wearing the tie dye. Oh, no, he, be, he had Billy Graham, so he just yeah. turned face. Like. Uh, Harley Race defeated Pedro Morales, which I, Pedro Morales was still around in 86. Um, we'll go back to Pedro Morales because there's something interesting about him in the yeah. show. Uh, in 1987, Macho Man Randy Savage defeated King Kong Bundy. Joe King, brother. 88, Ted DiBiase defeated Randy Savage. Which is weird. 1989, Tito Santana defeated Rick Martel, which makes sense because that was a hot feud at the time. Strike, Strike Force. Force. Uh, we didn't get one in 1990 or 92, but 91 and 93, Bret Hart defeated IRS, and in 93, Bam Bam. Which is weird for them to like discredit all those other tournaments, because when they talk about the inaugural King of the Ring, they never mention Bret winning it before. Like, well, I mean, it wasn't anything special. No, it was literally just a house show. It was a house deal. show tournament. And I then like, well, I mean, it, it, was, it was a big deal in terms of like driving business to, well, yeah, to give people no. added incentive to go to a, to a house show. The big question is that 
Um, even though Randy Savage won it, what'd you say in eighty seven? Eighty seven. Why is it that like we did not really refer to him as the Macho King? Until... I'll get to that because I actually looked into it. I believe I, I believe I have my he notes. Beats Jim Duggan for the crown, right? Duggan defeats Harley Race for the crown, and then Savage beats God, a Hacksaw travesty. For the crown. It's a fucking travesty. Well, the reason he they did it is because Harley was hurt. He retired I don't I don't after. care. Pick pick someone else. He was over, nice really? shoulder breaker here by Kama. By I don't give that's, that's a that's an Argentine backbreaker. That is an old school. Get your move. head out of your ass, Travis. <laughs> Sorry. Super superstar Billy Graham used to do this move. Oh, also nineteen ninety four. This is the last King of the Ring leading up to this. Owen defeated Razor Ramon in the finals, which was probably the, one of the better calls because ninety four is Owen's year. Yeah, the thing of it Woo! is, uh, like, if you look at this thing, if spoiler alert, if if, so, if Savio makes the fucking finals and that's supposed to be Razor, like you've shit on Razor for three straight years. Well, they're using Razor to get other people over, so which is what kind of doing. bullshit. You know, and I. <laughs> It's frustrating, but at the same time, Razor is kind of in the Jake Roberts position. Yeah. Where, like, he's... He doesn't he's just, need it. He's so perpetually over that he doesn't need to, to even win to be fucking popular. Well, he's also the guy, too, that they put before they bring them up for yeah, the title. He, I mean, the, he is the, the Jake. He he's is the, the Jake. He's the guy that gets the guy <laughs> ready to work with the champion. Yeah. And, and the poor guy, it, it pigeonholed him. I mean, really, because he... Yeah, I mean he had he had the gimmick, he had the music, he had the look, he had the move set, he had the size, he was the complete package for this time frame. I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I think that they were sort of complacent in the sense of like, you know, I mean, WCW is not at this time was not gonna pay them more money than no. what they're being paid here. But as soon as that opportunity uh so he had brother but um, when that opportunity arose, like it was all, it was all about money. So yeah, maybe being the champion during this time would have helped. But also, like I mean, the houses were super down, so maybe he didn't want to to risk well rocking the boat. So he never lobbied himself for that position. Here's the thing, though, that a lot of people just don't talk about because a lot of the blame does get thrown on like Diesel. But the houses were already consistently dropping mm-hmm. long before this. Through 93 and 94, they were already did, dropping. No one ever says a shit about Brett being involved with that, because Brett was champion around that time, too. But here's the difference. Anytime they did a European tour, or anytime Money, they were a, a, in Canada, Brett's house shows, or, you know, even if they're doing, you know, bigger shows, they, they fucking drew. Well, well and, it, and but the kind of the main thing I'm saying with it is it's just like anything else, and it happens now with wrestling, is we have these dips where they get hot, and then it's, it starts to cool off a little bit, and then something will happen, wrestling will be hot again. Well, that, it, that's true, but wrestling is not a live event business anymore. No. It's predominantly television-driven, and yeah, people will go to it when there's a television taping. Mm-hmm. But even now, it's just... it's. It's the convenience of just being able to see it at home, especially now with DVR and and uh, streaming and and uh, Twitter on demand, on demand. Absolutely. Well, the problem, the part of the problem in '95 is they didn't have any hills ready for fucking Diesel to wrestle. No, but that's a consistent problem they've always had. Like cause Hogan, you, Hogan had the problem. You, with that. you think about it when Diesel wins the title in '94, the top hill is Bob Backlund. He destroys him in seven seconds. You can't have rematches with that. Well, he beat him in seven seconds. It's just the the problem with the way they always did business. They they had a babyface champion, the conquering and, baby. Face and champion. when like Bruno and you know guys of that era, they were running 
a show a month. It it wasn't you. You weren't killing. You your weren't guy. running twenty three house shows in a, in a month's time. Exactly, and you were you were protecting uh, the drawing power of your champion by not overexposing him. By the time that like you know. Hogan got hot. Um, I mean, really look at it. Like, what what guys did he really, really have runs with? There really aren't that many because, thankfully, there were only four pay per views. Yeah. Well, if, during that time, if you think about '95, they've turned their top heel face in Shawn Michaels. So, what does that really leave you? That leaves you Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. Sid and they and tried. Sid. They and tried. They, they've all. He's already beat all three. He's beat two on fucking uh, Monday Night Rawls that we've watched. And then plus you got the babyface stuff with Brett, which they did a great job keeping Brett and Diesel away from one another. I get what they were doing. and But the thing is, you can't always say, well, we have Brett in our back pocket. And then you pull it out when we need it. Instead of being like, okay, this fucking thing with Diesel's not working. We can fucking put an end to this now. They just don't choose to do it. Or, worst case scenario, you turn Diesel Hill as he's your champion. Well, like, even if, even with this King of the Ring, and I know we're jumping ahead, like, Mabel wins, of course. What? I'm sorry. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. But, like, Mabel is not any, something anybody wanted to see. You can't tell me in 1995 that anybody in this god goddamn arena wanted to see Mabel as the fucking no. champion. I would have rather seen Sean win, or even, even Razor win, and even if you had a babyface versus babyface match at SummerSlam, it would have drawn better than Mabel and fucking Diesel. Because it would have been intriguing to see, like, okay, these guys like each other, but they, they're going to have to have a match against well, the, each other. The problem with this is you had one guy who was in control and was in control for fucking, what, 25 years after this? And they've also started showing the uh, time on the uh, screen here, by the way. For almost 20 years after this, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, he, it's his way, and he thinks that this is the right way. Now... A lot of people give Vince Russo shit, Brandon included, and and myself included, and Travis included. Me too. But he's like, well, Vince McMahon was the filter. How many of these fucking ideas did Vince have that were so goddamn stupid? Listen, Vince, we have to separate the fact of Vince being a successful promoter and being in charge of creative, because those are two entirely different things. Well, you also got to think, he's bouncing these ideas off of Bruce Prichard and Pat Patterson. Exactly. Whatever stupid ideas he had... One he, minute ago, by the way. He had a filter. And depending on what era we're talking about, um, those voices would have been louder or quieter. And I think at this point, um, Vince is a little desperate and he's just going with what has worked in the past. You know, a big baby face that... This last minute is, through the hills. This yeah. last minute of this uh, match is actually very good. Like they, they jump on these near falls, like trying to yeah. get it, trying to get and, it. And I will tell you this too: Sean is uh, undeniably the most over guy right now. He he oh, got yeah, the biggest pop. Him. He's got the biggest pop, and he, it's in Philly too. That's a hill. That's a hill area. Mm-hmm. That should have been the finish right there. Sean should have got it. Two. We got ten seconds. Uh, 13, 12, 12, 11. 11 the 10, finish. They time it perfectly. Nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one, one, two. Perfect. Even the ref tries to fast count it because he knows how close the time is it over. Listen, I, I'm the I'm always the first person to shit talk Shawn Michaels, but you cannot deny the fact that he's 
The uh, heads the and tails better than 99% of the guys in the business at this point. Absolutely. And this is the best match Kama ever had. I don't give a shit what anybody says. This is the best match he ever had. Oh, and he no. It, he was in right to censor. And they, they had some Sean like wars. He goes, bullshit. Yep. And, it, oh, right, my and he attacks him after the fact. So, <laughs> Which this is like, why didn't he hit this? If it, it was so easy to hit it. Why didn't he hit this in the match? Because, Travis, he was worried about the time. I would love this Shawn Michaels in an uh, elite form, by the way. Ultimate. Even ultimate form. He's kind of got a bald spot going. Oh, man, we, we, really quick. Talk about those Randy Savages. that we. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I uh, went to the bargain hunt today in the local Knox. And now everybody's going to buy them up. That's no, no, don't worry. I bought them all. Because um, I went back today after Eddie went. Did you uh, really? Yeah, I went back and bought five, uh, 12 more. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> I'm down to nine, eight that I have left. Um, but, like, I went there, and they're $18, and they're supposed to be $33 at uh, Target. And they have never arrived at the Targets. And I told Eddie about it, and I went and bought 12 this morning. Jesus Christ. Uh, actually, 14, because I bought one for me and one for him. And then he went and bought three, so I had 13. So I've been putting them on eBay for about $50 a piece, $55 a piece, whatever people have been offering me. And then after Eddie went and got his three today at the uh, Best Buy uh, bargain hunt, I went back and bought the re- I bought the remaining and left the four that were damaged. So I have been selling them, and I'm down to eight out of how many you bought all together. I have bought twenty eight. How many? How many? Hit, Holy what, shit! Sold twenty of those. What's your your bottom line of how much money have you spent in terms of well, what you've had returned? You got to think eighteen. Let's say so three I bought of them? twelve and I bought I bought tw- let's say I bought twelve and twelve. I bought fourteen and twelve. So that's twenty six. So I can tell you it was fifty nine dollars for three of them after mm. tax. So so how many was there? I bought fourteen and twenty and twelve. So that's twenty six. And I kept so twenty six. I've kept one. So twenty five. Yep. And that's eighteen dollars a piece. So you you spent about. Did you spend about $400, $491, almost $500? Yeah, but I went back and bought the other ones with what I had made. So I'm. And, you, I've been and you've been selling them, them for how much? $45 and up. So $45, and you've sold how many? I've, I only have eight left. Out of 25? 24. So I've, I've sold 16. So just say forty five. So he's made he's made seven hundred twenty dollars. You've made a couple three hundred plus, so yeah. about three hundred something dollars. Yeah, fuck you, Travis Wallen. <laughs> Whoa, Travis I, Wallen is who a, didn't approve the post I made in his fucking group because he wanted to go buy the fucking figures before he can sell them any. And guess what? I left you six, and they're all damaged. So good luck. I don't know this guy, but he has a dirty reputation. He's got meth teeth. That's fine. Woo! I appreciate you coming to the show, this bud. <laughs> hey, some dog Andrews here. By the way, we just got a recap of how Mabel and the Undertaker have made it to the finals. Evidently, the WWF and Philly are. Uh, I don't a great think Travis Wallen listens to our podcast, and if he does, I'm sorry, but telling true at this point. So yeah, Mabel defeated Adam Bomb at the very first in your house to qualify, what? which we covered. What? Undertaker defeated Jeff Jarrett <laughs> on the May 29th Raw. The man who walks with the angels. God damn it. We see Bob Backlund trying to run oh, dude, for president he's here. Great here. This is fucking stupendous. That's actually his I, wife. I was. <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a wife because he's weird. 
It's goddamn Christmas tile. He's right. He's right. It's goddamn flannel Christmas tile. Oh man, you don't understand working. Look, he oh <laughs> talks about how this is not Barry and Barry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! And then he's trying to talk about to this guy about fucking presidential, and he's like not even caring. That could have been a woman. I don't know. It's like we're getting rid of Philly cheesesteaks. We're gonna put a big carrot in the middle of this. Get you some vitamins. I actually, that looks fantastic. I would love to put that in my mouth. In my mouth. In my mouth. Okay. This this whole (laughs) this whole backland for president thing. This is the best part of the pay per view. Where he's this sort of he's morphed from you know a heel to. I mean he's he's still being heelish, but he's kind of morphing a little more into over the top. You know. It, you can't help but enjoy what he's doing. I like, I like how they leave the pauses in when they like start talking to him. Like he's silent, and then they start talking to him. That's the real goddamn king of England. <laughs> Fuck Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> he was in a horse. He would never have anything to do with England. He was in a horse carriage, and he was just looking at his hands. That's fucking great. He loves America. That well, goddamn guy driving is losing his shit. He's like laughing. I was gonna. Off. I was gonna get your opinion on something. So, like, there were all these, like, educational programs during this time. You like know. Read Rainbow. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but do you do you think that Bob Backlund could have parlayed? Because he's, le- like, legit a genius. Like, he's super studied in terms of, like, knowledge and stuff. Do you think he could have parlayed into, like, a Saturday morning show, kind of like Bill Nye the Science Guy would be, like... Bob Backlund's Geography Bazaar or something like that. I'd like for him just to just go through the encyclopedia. Be, be, Bob Backlund's encyclopedia. Did you see that? Bob, yeah, tacked out on the uh, table. Mm. Bob Backlund's uh, Dictionary Hour or something where he like teach you, teaches you big words. Well, I was going to say be, maybe a little, a little more entertaining than reading the dictionary. But I just think that he could have he could have been like a Beekman's World kind of character. You know what I mean? Like a Saturday morning oh, God. show that would have been entertaining but yeah. still educational. Boys. Boys. We're getting fucking Mabel coming out of here. Mabel from Greens, uh, from Goldsboro, North Carolina, which is like 20 minutes down the road from me. There's a, uh, there was a you're bowl cool. cut. There was yeah, a bowl cut right there. You're real cool. Winner of this match goes oh, on to the Stephanie finals. Wine. He like makes a sexual comment. He calls her. Stephanie pretty. What a liar. <laughs> Well, you're also talking about a guy that used to pop Viagra in the fucking you locker room and just, just let his dick get hard and like sit around and be like, hey, look at my dick. Oh, Wrestling man. was so different. It sounds like it was a blast. <laughs> uh, it looks like Mabel used to find People's his way. Getting, that's problematic. <laughs> Mabel used to find his way to around a goddamn Waffle House pretty frequently. Dude, I fucking love Waffle House. <laughs> Did you say Waffle House? <laughs> Are we going to Waffle House after this? I would fucking mow. I would fucking love to go to Waffle House after this. Oh, hey, man. We don't know your name is Mabel. Let's put a big black M on the back of it. So I have in my notes here that they looked at all the guys in the locker room and thought, Mabel, this is the guy. He's big. Dude, in 1993, I pointed this out, Daddy. He was 23 years old when he debuted the WWF. This puts him at 24 or 25. Well, kudos to the guy because, I mean, he's given the opportunity. He's trying his best. He's not good. No, he's, he's fucking injuring everyone. Oh, yeah. he. Fucking, wait till we get to SummerSlam. The thing fucking... of it is, Vince McMahon looked at him and said, I need a heel for Diesel. Well, dude, What's the fattest guy in the locker room? <laughs> Here's this. <laughs> Where's Bastion Booger when you need him? Now, you would, now, this would not be... Friday a, first. This would not be a good match. 
But you could have turned Luger heel. God damn. And had Luger turn, feud with Diesel. Turn Bulldog heel. You're doing heel. nothing with them. Turn Bulldog heel before this paper. Dude, you have Bulldog cut a promo about how he gives his wife medicine that makes her asshole. No, he gives her seven up. <laughs> I fuck her in the ass and she's asleep because I'm that fuck, devoted to making love to my wife. I fuck, I fuck her arse. <laughs> He's gonna fuck her if he wants to or not. And I'm gonna fuck you, Diesel. I'm gonna fuck I, you and take the title of Sorcery. You working. I get that reference. He's gonna, he's gonna win if he wants to or not. The kid was right. The kid was right. Goddamn Undertaker looking like a star here, by the way. I'm fucked. I'm gonna fucking pass out. This is the stupidest thing. It's the stupidest thing a kid ever said on television. But he's British right. Bulldog's gonna win whether he wants to or not. It sounds like something like Garth from fucking Wayne Wood said for Wayne. Why the fuck is this a King of the Ring match? Why is the Undertaker not wrestling Kama this goddamn? Look, here's here? the thing. I get why they're doing this because they want to make Mabel look like a big deal. So Mabel gets the win here over Undertaker. He gets a fucking bye. Can I can I project an alternate scenario? <clears throat> yes, go ahead. So we had the the countout victory. Yes, it, you know where the time expired. Damn, so what if that had been Undertaker? And comma, and Sean and Mabel. Yeah, um, that way you could have put you could have had Sean being the the wounded baby face, like just fighting, like basically just keep squ- sitting on him because he's just the size differential. But then you could have uh, built interest in the the future feud between the Undertaker and and comma, and you could and the, <clears throat> the story would have been like he couldn't get him. He didn't have enough time. Well, here, here's my thought process with this: is you're going to give Taker and Comma 15 minutes. What the fuck else are they going to do in their in the follow up match? Here's the thing: you fucking work it. You shave time off. I mean, I mean, how many people are other than Dave Meltzer are going to be sitting out there with a with a you know a fucking wristwatch or a fuck time? Dave Meltzer. I agree, but um, who's going to have a, a stopwatch? That's what I was trying to say. And, like, counting the time. I mean, you could have done a seven-minute match and said it was 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, you can lie to people. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> Where's this monkey? Touch my monkey. <laughs> now we dance. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it'd be interesting. Do you think he's related to Alex Wright? <laughs> There's a hell of a lot of purple right here, by the way. You know what, man? Halloween's gonna be here before God, we know it, boys. We gotta God, get that Ouija God, board. God damn it! Fucking Mabel is a goddamn tag wrestler, and he's wrestling the goddamn Undertaker <coughs> in the goddamn King of the Ring match. You Fuck know. you, Mo. Fuck you, Mabel. Fuck Oscar. I don't give a shit where he's at. He can spray Maybe paint. He can spray paint after a, a chain link fence. Goddamn. Fuck him. So here's the thing. We already talked about how they're hurting for tag teams. So what do they do? They break another tag team up. By the way, to, the to be fair, unbutton his goddamn collar. To be fair, if you're going to break up a tag team, break up one that no one be, nobody wants to fucking see, that being mineral mission. Oh, oh, but Vince McMahon talks about it in this match. He's like, the smoking guns is like another shot at the fucking mineral mission because they fucking turned on them. Well, Fuck yeah. off. No one wants to see fucking men on a mission. Well, here's the thing. Pew, so, pew, pew. So, so they, they, they know that we have we have In Your House coming uh, up. Fuck it. I love in your house, We have In Your House 2 coming up. So Mabel it has a title shot at SummerSlam. So what are you going to do to kill time until then to keep him relevant? So they have to do something. Which we'll get to that when we get to... Let um, him eat donuts in a goddamn oh. fucking corner store. <clears throat> so I'm I have pretty a, sure he did. I have a question for you guys. So 
This match is almost 11 yes, minutes long. Yes, Mabel so is fat. That's not my question, but we already know the answer. Okay. AEW has said you know, they have the four pillars. Oh, fuck you. So at this point, 95... Okay, can, I, can I tell you the four pillars? <laughs> John Moxley bleeding. <laughs> Bo- botches. Um, story inconsistencies. And, and cocaine. <laughs> that's Tony Khan's uh, forte. Yeah. Um, who would you say is the four pillars of WWF in 95? Diesel, Brett, Sean, Undertaker. As much as I don't want to agree with Travis, I'm going to have to. I'm actually going to take one person out of there. And I just because I feel like the relevancy has not been there. Oh, God. This is when he falls and gets caught in the ropes. Oh, yeah. This is when, like, they don't. I don't I, know if this is the spot that's supposed to happen or not. I think I would take out Taker and I would put Razor in that spot. Here's why I'm going to disagree with you. Because what the special. fuck have they done with Razor? Now, granted, he's in that position uh, to to propel people, but they've kept Undertaker special, and that's something they have not done with Razor. Yep. I, just, I would agree there. I feel like when you look back at the matches... Of, oh, well, obviously, Taker was not having great matches at this point in his career. Which, honestly, you got to think, we're not covering actions on, we're not covering superstars. Oh, so we don't really God. know what's going on there. <laughs> but I, I think they've kept Undertaker special enough that he remains a pillar... Because when he's on TV, it means something. Which, granted, they put Taker on Raw and, like, within... Hadn't been a Raw at all, and then all of a sudden, within three weeks' time, he's on there twice. So, I mean, I just think... And he kills a man. <laughs> I, I think The Undertaker is supposed to be kept special for this time. I mean, if you want to look at work rate, you could throw Jeff Jarrett in there as a pillar at this time. Yeah, there was a there was a period where Jeff Jarrett was our MVP consistently. Jeff Jarrett was on the show every yeah, fucking and week. they've they've really reduced his God, importance on Raw at the, least. The fact that he is not defending the Intercontinental title against somebody at this show is is a travesty. Oh God! This is one of the only WWF pay per views. He sits right on his lower back. That doesn't have a title match, and it is fucking apparent when you watch this show. Like there is no stakes. Except for the King of the Ring in this entire goddamn show. Do you think that might be the reason why they want to make it feel special? Yeah, but like it doesn't feel special when you get I, to I the I mean, finals. I get that, but do you think that's what the thought process is with that? The well, guy looks like he's doing a jerk-off motion in the background, by the no, way. No, I, I think you're right, Eddie, and, and here's why. Because if you go back traditionally to the Survivor Series... Yeah, that's all there was. Five on five, and then you know, and was it teams uh, of five strive the survive? In ninety, where they did the the surviving team, the members of the teams yep. go up against. It was uh, Hogan, Warrior, and Tito Santana, Tito Santana versus the Visionaries. Yeah, because Taker, the, Taker got counted out. That's how they got around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then to, what years is it? Ninety two. That there's not even one Survivor Series match on it. Ninety two. You may be correct. Mm. Might be nine. No, no, ninety-two. No. That's um, Flair and um, yeah, because Brett and Sean work the. Yep, work. and then it's uh, Flair and Razor versus Kurt uh, was supposed versus to have been perfect and Savage. It's supposed to be Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, but I want to say that's the one where they don't have any because like, Yokozuna works fucking uh, meat sauce, uh, Curly Bill, <laughs> Virgil, yeah, Vincent. Shane. 
That's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. I'm ashamed that I fucking one of the one of the first uh, tapes I ever acquired in my youth was Survivor Series '94. And I'm so was, sorry. I'm, I I just loved it because the Undertaker was on the cover of the fucking paper. Like the, the, box. the only things I remember, Chuck I, Norris. I, I was gonna say, I remember Chuck Norris. I remember Sean and Diesel having their big blow up. That's the that's the only and, two things I remember. Undertaker, and Brett, Undertaker, and Backlund, uh, Backlund meeting um, Brett. Undertaker beats Yoko in the uh, cast. The match. only reason I remember that match because I know that he, of course he puts the cross face on him for like fucking twenty minutes, but <laughs> I went Owen looking at Helen like. Please throw the towel. And then they throw it in. He runs in there, grabs the towel, just runs off. Just yeah! <laughs> God, I love Owen Hart. So I wish I'd have brought. I wish I'd have not sold this Mabel figure before now because I can unbox it on this goddamn podcast. I hate you so much. But I had this. I had this Mabel Elite figure where he won the King of the Ring. I uh, I think that this match is way too long for someone like Mabel. <laughs> it's way too long for a person like me because well, like, my Mabel, eyes are rotting from my fucking head right now. This match isn't good. Like it's probably one of the best matches Mabel ever had. He does a right arm suplex, and I fucking hate that. He didn't understand work, and also he's he did do a float over there. That was pretty nice. Well, momentum's on his side. Well, he's fat, so he's fat. fat. <laughs> Goddamn! How many fucking waffles did you eat at the Waffle House after this? You fucking fat Dude, bitch! You keep showing these fucking Waffle House references in here. I'm gonna fucking eat some. Well, he's from North Carolina. He loves let's, fucking Waffle House. Well, he doesn't love anything because he's dead. Let's yeah. not demonize Waffle House. They are a fine establishment, and they have sobered me up on many occasions. Well, he's fat, and he loves Waffle fat. House. I bet he loves Burt's You know chili. how I know he loves Waffle House because he's fat. Dead. They used to come through North Carolina. There was reports that he was at the fucking Waffle House God with damn Midian it. and fucking other people. Midian oh. looks like the kind of guy that would eat Waffle House. Yeah, yeah damn right. He's, he's a did. fucking redneck bitch. Whoa. He, you know he's a fucking chef now? Good for him. Does he have, God, a, does he have a redneck damn. hibachi? Like, <laughs> damn, Dennis Knight fucking loving some goddamn food. Does he do it naked? <laughs> I wish he did with his fanny pack out and his dick on the food. That's probably dangerous. That was a terrible clothesline. Fucking Mabel's like, I'm dead. Well, yeah, he is in real life now. Um, so here we here we are with this fucking. He got stiffer than his dick when he took Viagra. Oh. <laughs> he started to slow down. Taker's like, Ooh. I'm gonna hit you with a pile driver. Oh, Jesus, dude, Christ. it's actually a really nice pile driver. Give him that. Yeah, because the Undertaker fucking sold it for him. Look at his legs. <laughs> He's gonna fuck him. Yeah, because he used to fucking. Well, he butt fuck people so in two thousand four. He, he did that. He was the world's biggest lover. <laughs> so I'm 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 thinking about this because to me, Mel, Lillian Garcia, two of your biggest stars at this time, Taker. You know he he's super over as well at this show. Everything he does, he gets a pop. He gets a pop for. God damn it! That Double was fucking terrible. And but Sean is also, you know, like that's a number one, number two. Right now, popularity on uh, with the crowd. Uh-huh. Do you think it was smart to do their matches back to back? I do not. I feel like you could put that roadie uh, Bob Holly match in between them. You don't want to exhaust well, first... your crowd, but I mean, if anything, if you're going to do them back to back, fucking flip, flip them because this is a this is a fucking killer in terms of well, just momentum I, for the entire show. I get the booking though because Kama does come out here to interfere, so. Oh, he still fucking hit him. I don't. I don't like that. You have your two top baby faces, like one gets a draw and one loses in back to back matches. I feel like 
Well, that, you've already had a count out. You've already, had a, that. You already okay. had a count out. Okay, so <coughs> he, he interferes <coughs> in this match. God but then that, blown up. That could have given you a, a when comma fucking Stinger splash. faces. Um, when <laughs> comma faces fucking Sean, that could have given you uh, a reason to, to have a... And shit, shit finish, but still a finish in a that bomber. match because fucking uh, Taker could have came out and fucking distracted Kama from you know. Riff bump. Oh, it's, God damn it! Kyoto's down. The I hate mullet, the fact that they're the both wearing purple. Down. They're yeah. both wearing purple. There's a lot. There's a lot of purple in this match. He's gonna hit him with a running clothesline. I guarantee it. Is it racist? <laughs> yes. That, that if you have to ask, yes. Th- that they're making him wear purple. And by him, I mean the Undertaker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, fucking Mabel. Here's here's one thing I will give Doc Hendricks. He's he's stupendous in this pay per view, by the way. Oh. But he sells this as being something that takes a lot out of Mabel later on in the pay per view. Well, he took that better than Hogan. I was going to say that was not a terrible up move. See, you see someone coming he, back he, hit, on. he hits the close violent. Clo- I mean, choke slam. By the way, guys. But, like, the thing of it is, is, like, he sells that as something that takes a lot out of Mabel later on in the uh, pay-per-view. Oh, God damn it. Fucking comma. That was it. He kicked him in the shoulder, by the way. And One that's the fucking kick ruins it. Hogan leg drop. That's the fucking weakness on the Undertaker. That's how the fucking... It's like, it's his Achilles heel. That's Take how your, Mabel... Watch his crowd. Watch his crowd. That's One, how Mabel breaks two, his face later. Three. And that crowd him, is fucking pissed. That's how the that's how the Undertaker's face gets broken later in '95. By the way, so what a terrible finish! Spoiler: This is Undertaker's first TV loss in three years. Yep, the last time he lost Hulk Hogan Tuesday in Texas. Yep. Jesus Christ! And it's not even a clean finish. But it is the first time in three years. His first TV loss. pinfall loss in three mm-hmm. years. Two fucking and Hogan and Hogan beat him with a roll up. Mabel. After throwing ashes in his face. God <laughs> damn it. <clears throat> it's funny because he the two ways you beat him, you put ashes in his face or you put asses in his face. <laughs> see what I did there? I see, well, see, I I see, see. What you, I see what you did there. So, comma here. Uh, they're doing this a- this aftermatch shenanigans to build for their match at SummerSlam. Yay. Ugh. But the, the crowds, the, the anticipation I'm on this crowd to you, see this match. You talk about a bad show in this. Wait till you fucking see. They should have put bye. Yeah, they wait till you get to fucking SummerSlam '95. I think I'm good. Oh god, that's a bad show too. They should get Barry Horowitz on the show though. Tap tap tap. Dreadle, and we get dreadle, to see dreadle. we get to see Sunny before she kills the man. Oh, Stridex, get your zits off your face, you fucking pukes. <laughs> I love that they, they put the Stridex indoor airship. Yeah, we fucking got that. We get it. My eyes told me so. Growing selfies is in there. Oh. <laughs> we Stridex. So it's just even a thing now. Here we yeah. go. We got the Hall of Fame inductees. Oh, here we go. We get to talk about how. You actually see, see Bill Pedro Watts here a in a second. Shit. Hold on here. There's Sean here in the in the back of Bruce Pritchard. I saw Bruce. Losing his goddamn fucking hair already. Look at this little kid. There's Bam Bam. He's like, oh, you know, I got my, I got these sunglass, uh, fucking tan lines. Nice cool. meth teeth. Look at this kid. <laughs> nice, nice earring. Nice, nice earring, you piece of shit. Oh. I would love to say something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the kid had a Bob Holly autograph, so you know he's having a good time. Oh, the Undertaker. Like a fucking Mississippi a flat, pimp out here. Fucking Freddie Blassie. Oh. 
I'm not gonna. Like, I'm not gonna know, say anything bad about this. I love kid. those belts. Those belts were cool. Wish I still had those. Razor, Razor looking like a damn Brett's star like, there. Yeah, Brett looks like a. Brett's like I'm getting pussy after this. Yeah, <laughs> not from Julie. Oh. <laughs> Mondays. There's Bill Monday. Watts. You're, you're stealing money, Monday. Mondays. Stephanie Wong with no tits oh. and no personality. Oh, there's uh, George Animal still. Is that uh, Ivan Putsky? Yep. There's Road Dog, Road Dog with yep. his fucking dreads. <clears throat> There's a sweet Stan Lane. Sweet Stan Lane. Oh, fucking goddamn Ivan Putsky, son. Scott, Scott, Scott Putsky. Putsky looking like a piece of shit. Oh, this is the, this is like a much goal. Oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to accept this for Pedro Morales, who <coughs> doesn't want to ruin his WCW yep. job. He, he is doing commentary, uh, Spanish commentary in WCW. Fuck WCW. Ram Wizard, which seems kind of racist if you think about it. It really is now. <laughs> <laughs> KKK, if you don't get what I'm saying. Oh, Argentina Rocco, which is fucking hot wife, except for him. <laughs> One hot piece of Look like she's wearing Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> fucking she glasses. doesn't like Sally Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Unbutton that top, bitch. Let's see that fucking cleavage. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're so aggressive when you're drunk. Grab, grab those feet, you fucking whore. <laughs> fire up top, it's fire the bed, right? Hey, another, another night, I can even add to this. Another night, I can add to this. Hey, ladies, he eats ass. Fabulous Mula here, as she's fucking abusing women. Oh, I was fucking fisting their vaginas while making them fucking talk about training. Hey, I mean, God so we actually get a really cool little segment. Everybody, here, right? everybody, with George Animal still and fucking um, uh, mine, Bill Murray. Would you? Would you? Yeah, Everyone well, shits and George Animal still. What's that say? Briefcase. With Bill Murray, um, would you like me to explain as to why? Uh, Go Ed, ahead. Ed Wood, correct? Ed Wood, yeah. They had done the uh, the film together, and uh, George Animal still plays the role of Tor Johnson, the the infamous most bought Halloween mask for. Like twenty or thirty years, and Challenging you. He looks just like him. I mean, their their resemblance is like uncanny. But Bill Murray plays the role of Bunny Beckenridge, which was one of the the first outly you know homosexual men in like the the film industry during you know a time where that was just uncommon. The big cat Ernie Lad getting that uh respect he deserves. Still a money Monday. <laughs> but, but yeah, there's something that you forgot to mention. That just got busted? Yeah. That's not this podcast, but uh, yeah, that would be obvious. Bill Murray was God in dang. Ghostbusters. You just got busted. Ivan Pusky sings a fucking stupid Polish hymn. And then we have the. I'm clap sorry along. that you're racist. I don't give a shit about Poland because they got their ass beat by Germany and they should have been a fucking better. Fucking you better these better kids are you not going to make a Polak joke? No, I'm no, good, he's, he's he's bigger than that. <laughs> no, your your son Scott Pusky was embarrassment to the business, and he was in WCW and the WWF in '97. So and he was terrible. Um, I gotta tell you, this is probably my least favorite match on God. the card. What fucking Savio Vega, man? You got his vest back on, so I'm all about it. Arriba, <laughs> that, that's the deal maker right there. He prepared. Savio, Savio, we just. Painted your fucking name on a canvas vest. Dude, we have Savio Vega taking on the roadie in the uh, only semifinal tournament match since Mabel got a bye. This the finals. means... I need he's wearing snakeskin, which is means he's going to face the rattlesnake later on, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin in 1996. 
I like the foreshadowing. Yeah. Yep. Which that's doesn't mean shit in 95. That's definitely what they were going for. Long-term storytelling. I but uh, I got to get me one of those uh, SV necklaces. I want you to shave SV in the back of your shirt. I want you to I want you to shave SV in the back of your fucking head. I'll do it. I knew exactly what he meant. Lightning bolt to my slit. (laughs) And fucking road dog pointing at his dick right here. Shout out to Righteous Gemstones. Great fucking show. Shout out to fucking Todd Pettengill on that fucking haircut. I I'm actually going to defend Todd Pettengill. In the slightest bit. Oh this my been, god! This is this is not a, a necessarily a positive thing, but they they kept him to a minimum. On he was this used show. very well for this show. You I know, get it. You know who they should have used for the show? Sassafras. I agree. Is he technically? Is he still? He's still with the company at this point, but like he's not used on the show at all. I like how they have swords. I wonder how much drugs Jeff Hardy had done this time. Not much. He's jiffing, He's limited his bumping. He wasn't doing a Michael Hayes with like, hey man, why don't you jump off this for me? Is he <laughs> modest? Is he modest to the top of this one? Or is he thinking, is there another me that'll never be? He's dancing to it. He's jiffing. Pure white oxygen? That's where he got it from. Pure white oxygen? Question mark. Oxygen wine. Whatever what the fucking stupid ass band name was. Oh, hey, Jeff Hart, if you don't understand, we fucking don't like you. Hey, Todd, there's oh. two statues outside Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> He's and, wrestled three times tonight, and my then, God. And then, and then Road Dog. Road Dog said there's going to be two statues. There we go. Hey, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Savio's wrestled three times tonight, and that's rock, Rocky esque. Rocky esque, very clever lang of him. He's coming up. He's overcoming the odds. Doc actually calls Pettengill a dork, and I laughed. I laughed really <laughs> Is hard. That dork, Todd Pettengill. <laughs> All right. So I know that how much Travis loves ECW. Fuck you. And when I was watching this back a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, I watched it. <clears throat> when you had the vid, because it was in Philadelphia, I, my my. Memory happened to go to ECW, and I'm not exactly sure if uh, Public Enemy were in ECW or for. Yeah, they are. They are. Okay, well, I knew they were in ECW at some point, but that's where they're primarily known for. But I didn't know if they were in ECW or WCW at the time. That's irrelevant. However, in watching Road Dog, because you know he's got these dreads and everything. Holy shit! He's a piece of shit. He is he not fucking uh, Rocco Rock if he were good. Yes. Or Johnny Grunge? Oh, well, he's doing the, the fucking dance. Yeah. He's doing has the fucking dreads. The only thing he's missing is from There's the Vlad, tables. by the way, right there. Right there in front of you, by the way. Here, Here's my problem with this. If you know Mabel's in the fucking finals, you know Road Dog is not winning this motherfucking match to go face Mabel in the finals. I you, agree. You know, we kind of we kind of had the similar thing happen on the NXT podcast that we do NXT no, Evolution, where like, Jinder Mahal Jinder. made it to the finals, and then there was like, oh, it's gonna be Michael McGillicuddy and Seth Rollins. Who's gonna win? So they, hind- they hindered Jinder. That's that goddamn great, great, Grateful <laughs> Dead bitch in the background right there. By the way, whoa. But like, yeah, yeah, Jinder Mahal. Like, you know, he's not gonna lose to fucking Richie Steamboat. You don't know shit. Yeah, I do because I fucking watched it, Brandon. <laughs> Why don't you just fucking? Why don't you get your Tim Hortons order right? All right. Listen, we know 
Oh, Canada. Why don't you rem- remember I all the have words? Been, I have done nothing but, but fucking jack off the name yeah, to Canada. of fucking Waffle House tonight. That is that is where my heart yeah, lies. Yeah. It's where my stomach lies. It's Billy Hibachi. That's because I you're trying American, to, baby. It's because you're trying to sound American and you're not. You fucking love Tim Hortons. You love Huddle House. Get the fuck out of here. Whoa. I've had Huddle House once yeah, well, in the past 20 years. What? And, yeah. I, and I had a back spasm. you went to Canada, right? Travis, we were the last time we went to Huddle House. I got fucking drunk and passed out in the... Or Eddie passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we puked in there. It was in America. It was in goddamn Newport. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Kodak. Kodak. What was up? Out there on the exit of 407, right by the stadium. Oh, that was stadium. a shitty fucking... This match is not own. good. So, really quick... So, this is the first time I can really remember Jeff having the white strap on the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, it lasts very long, though, because he, he loses the title at summer, er, at uh, in your house. Are what you the there? fuck? Yes, Are you sure? I no, he had it on Raw one time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did, too. I don't remember seeing it, because when he wins it, it's it, it he has the, it's the black, black strap, because the it. next night on Raw... He's, or the match he has with Diesel, he it's still the black strap. I, this is the when first he, time I've noticed it with the white strap. When he wrestles Undertaker, it's the because white strap. Because the white strap. I think Travis is right. So with the white strap, nobody nobody else had the white strap previous to this, correct? Nope. Because Sean had the baby blue. And Warrior had yellow. the yellow. Yep. Then it turns to black when um, Marty wins it. Yeah, right? And well, then even Diesel, when they, and then Sean wins it. We even when they have the ladder match at uh, it SummerSlam, it's back to black. Back in black. I mean, WrestleMania. And then Razor wins it, and then Diesel beats him, and it's black. And then when Diesel loses, it's still black. So I want to say the 96 Royal Rumble, Razor loses it to Goldust, Goldust and Goldust turn, turns, turns it to gold. Because when he loses it to Ahmed, it's, it's gold. gold. At the King of the Ring, 96. Yep, you're welcome. More you know. <laughs> Dog says his hubcaps were gone and blames Savio. Is it, is it racist? Slightly. Yes. But Doc is the fucking man. Yes, it's, 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 ra- shit. it's racist. It's also like the least racist thing that Doc uh, Hendricks... Oh, AKA. you wait till Doc does this after the do, match. Do, do. Fucking promo here in a second. Further down the block he went. I don't think hubcaps I, were gone. I don't think I could win it. I suck. Look at that. That's I actually, still have hubcats anymore. That was actually pretty cool. He he put his knee right in the back of, like, lower back of Savio and just grinded his knee in it. I like those boots that. he's got on, by the way. Kind of, they're, just, you're, they're just unique. Later on, would he not wear kick pads? He does. He does wear kick pads. He still wears those baggy So I don't really pants. understand the, the the gear he's wearing. I get the shirt because he's supposed to be, like, a roadie for the band. It's Pants, like a, I don't really understand. It's like a southwestern design. I don't know. It was sort of like. Do you guys remember who Neil McCoy? Yes, I do. Give me that wink. wink. Yeah, it's it's something. It's something like Neil McCoy would have fucking wore. And I don't know why. Is it just they, a time frame? I guess. Yeah, it's just a time frame. Because like, he wears those fucking pants for years. It's because he's cheap. that So, are we going to talk about him? He's been rehired by the WWE. No, after yeah. he was kind of shilling, saying, I want to get hired by AEW. It's kind of it's weird to me that like, they let Jeff Jarrett go. And as soon as they let Jeff Jarrett go, Jeff uh, fucking Road Dogs back. It's because this storyline has persisted. Which I I really hope I get my Jeff Jarrett ultimate. That's all I fucking want with that fucking hat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like Jeff Jarrett had too many irons in the fire outside of WWE. If you ever listen to his podcast, he has a game. 
game coming out. He has a fucking baseball team. Yeah. He has a podcast. He has, like, all these podcast conventions he's going to. Flair's last match. Match. He was, you know, he did the Crockett Cup that we went to. Yeah, apparently he was producing uh, that... uh, Russell Showcase show that just can't that just happened where Matt Cardo- Matt Cardona won the uh, their belt. Oh, well, I'll be honest with you, I knew no nothing about that. Yeah, it was, apparently it's like the top people, but uh, Matt Cardona had to wrestle Tatanka, which ties into our main event. Oh mm-hmm. fuck me! Why Chris <laughs> Chavis, who is in my people you may know on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you not added him? I have not. So but, he has that but, black, like the black oh, half face on him. Like I just got racist. The finish is coming. Thank God. This God so damn bad. it! One, two, most lackluster. Do you know who the master of the small package is? Paul Smaggage. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's 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 a uh, no. It's Brian. No. It's Daniel Bryan, no. not Brian Danielson. No, I was gonna say Travis Lazar and Eddie broke me. Uh, no, Fat Tony's the master of the small package. <laughs> he has, he says that is unkind to my friend. So. So I put the uh, Razor and or uh, Road Dog and Savio does not make the semifinals feel important. Oh my God! But it says if your finals that really means quick, no one cares. I want to ask you guys this question, and um, really, really fast. Do you think Road Dog had a more successful career than Jeff Jarrett? No. Man, the New Age Outlaws—they were—they were, they, they were fucking oh as over as anybody in the company during that time. You know, during the Attitude Era, but fucking everybody felt like a bigger deal during that. Oh, here point. it is. I think it's because there was just so much shit thrown against the wall. The ones that really shine are really noticeable. I, like I'm, Rock. I'm Austin. sorry, but this is terrible. Like you're gonna have a Spanish interview on an English pay per view and like expect people to demographic, care. and then Doc's I'm gonna translate, and he goes, "I'm gonna quit still in hubcaps." I don't think I'm gonna be. Why does the Spanish announcer's microphone look so fucking weird? Because racism. <laughs> they don't deserve anything better fair. than the Americans. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Because it's the conversion rate between dollars and pesos. I'm done. I'm I suck. Home. I suck. I can't, I can't beat Mabel. And then there's Razor. God damn it. Fucking Doc Hendricks is the goddamn oh. man. Dude, he's been very entertaining. He is the, one of the best parts of this pay-per-view. He even has a fucking bracelet on. It matches his necklace, which probably matches his anklet, which is probably <laughs> <it>. <laughs> his, his, his anklet is, is it says juicy. <laughs> no, it says bad street. To match his panties. Or for, or for a fucking free bird. You know he wears There's them. that goddamn crown that's yeah, too big for Sean's head. It, it's it's not the ugliest one, are we No that, that that fucking crown looks like it's made out of goddamn construction paper. All right, guys, we're going to pause right there at the 129.44 mark, right as you see Brett and Jerry Lawler's face. Ugh. We're going to kick to our ads, and we'll be right back with you. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. Project Louder is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. 
Hey wrestling fans, have you ever wanted to watch the black and gold brand from the very beginning? Well, we have the podcast for you. Right here at Next Evolution, the rise and demise of the black and gold brand. See such stars as Seth Rollins, Bo Dallas, Bray Wyatt, Cassius Ono, Aiden English, and Corey Graves get their start all the way to the demise of the black and gold brand. Follow us at Next Evolution Pod on all social media platforms and follow our podcast, NXT Evolution, anywhere podcasts can be found. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. And we're back, guys. God damn those ads. God damn. All right, guys, let's get this bitch rolling. We're going to be at the 129.44 mark. Uh, you're going to see Brett and Jerry Lawler's face and a fucking ugly-ass foot. Vince is creaming in his pants. We're going to say three, two, one, and play, and get rolling. Three, two, one, play. Oh, no. Oh, that is God. disgusting. It's terrible. Brett actually has a pretty solid promo here. Which people people like to shit on on Brett's ability as a promo, and yeah, he's he's not as bombastic as a lot of other guys. The difference, I don't think that he's a bad promo because when he says something, I believe it. And sometimes I think it's just because he's Canadian, he phrases some things <laughs> in the SummerSlam. You you would know that? No, I would not. I'm, Canadian. My problem with Brett when he's cutting this promo, it's I feel like. I, he he has a gist of what he wants to say, but he has a really hard time rounding out to get there. That's you're, the problem I have. You're, with- you're not wrong, but I I think that there's a foundation. Like he, you believe him, and maybe what he's saying is not as entertaining as like a Hulk Hogan, but I believe him, and that what he says is. The case. Well, here's the thing. Hulk Hogan would never been a goddamn kiss my foot match on a goddamn pay per view. In Memphis, he would have been. If he's your top, <laughs> your top guy, and he also wouldn't be worried about a pirate stealing his jacket after this pay per view. Well, if Jared Jarrett wanted him to do it, 
hay with well, a pate in twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, and a five dollar so per diem. Chicken to get. salad. Here's my, here's my here's my thing is with you can always argue Brett versus Sean who's the better who's the better overall. Brett and <laughs> to me though Sean's promos are better than Brett's. And Brett is—he is legit the best there was at the time. Oh. Weirdest cut to Jerry Lawler. This couple times this keeps happening. I don't know if they're running over what the deal is, or if there's just, some weird edits. I don't know. They just weird. There's some weird edits here. Goddamn Stephanie, please get here. fucking fired, please. Like, this is pretty much one of her last shows. I mean, we've why, said why, that a couple times. Why but. is this promo happening out here? Why could this not have been they're a backstage segment? To, they're trying to fill goddamn time because they're fucking short on this pay per view. For sure, on a lot of things. Goddamn Jerry Lawler with his mullet hanging out the back of that crown is a goddamn champion. But going, going back to Brett, I, I feel like Brett's the only weakness I can tell for me personally is his promos. I know you think, like you said, Brandon, it makes him feel real. I just feel like he has he has a hard time struggling to get his point across, and that's it. Just kind of he it comes off as his personality is very bland, and Brett might be a fucking super. Funny guy and has a great personality, but even in some of the shoot promos, he just seems like the most disinterested person ever. Well, brain brain damage will a, do that to he you. He kind of has a monotone. Oh, even pre kick, I felt that. Like, he kind of has a monotone to him, like he like he's a yeah Goldberg. Like the, in the there head. was one the one time totally he showed he, to, he he would show emotion with with Jim on promos on Jim Neidhart. but there is a promo when it's him and Owen. And he and he was talking about not wanting to fight his brother when they're building up to their match at WrestleMania ten. He's like, I never wanted to fight Owen. He like showed personality, and I really like it. I just feel like that's kind of where I'm at with his promo. Well, I think you some wanna... of, some of it has to be mental investment too, and like how how excited can you get about a kiss my foot match? I agree. If, if you want to see Brett the best he is on promos, go from, go from like. Survivor Series 96 until SummerSlam 97. Yeah. And that is his best he ever is on promos <laughs> because I, I will go back. <laughs> please, please describe what we saw. The, the, uh, the grandpa with, with a his shoulder. Bu- is is um, sweater tied around his like like a fucking heel and fucking an eighties fucking like Revenge of the Nerds. He's, I, I will go back to his he's promo. Alpha beta. Him an ogre like this. He's 10 years after he... Uh, the, he's 10 years past his prime. The promo when he loses that cage match. That is some of the most fired up I've ever seen Brett. Yeah. Are you talking about... Frustrated the, at the goddamn word so, for So compare that promo we just watched with that. Yeah. Th- th- it doesn't compare because that 97 promo... Oh, man. I feel like he feels that in his heart that he's that's been screwed fucking, over. That's a fucking amazing jacket. It'd be a shame if a pirate stole it. Oh, God. I, I feel like in 97, he really feels like he's been screwed over. Whereas he doesn't give a... Oh, sh- like just wait, does. buddy. He yeah. sure does. I mean, like, frustrating the goddamn word for it. I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And everybody in that goddamn rip dressing room knows it. You know that is exactly how so, he feels when he says it. You know what? That's interesting. Because Hulk who hit my rules. So there was um, there was a spot that they did during the Hall of Fame deal where Razor act like he's pulling he's pulling like the brown toy Intercontinental Title Belt. Mm-hmm. And that was the same kid. He was wearing the Intercontinental Title Belt. Brett gave him his glasses. Yep. Nope. Cool. It's probably make. A, I'm not not trying to be a dick here. It's probably make a wish kid. Well, there's something along the lines. There's a Hulk who Hitman rule sign in the crowd right there. That's they, pretty cool. They were a lot less um, 
out up front with their charitable stuff during this time. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that was a Make a Wish kid, and they're just they're showing it, but they're not like drawing. Yo, making a big PR yeah. stunt out of it. Bret Hart going hard on Jerry Lawler right here. That, well, this like, fucking feud has been going on for two goddamn years. Well, it probably would have ended sooner if uh, Jerry Lawler hadn't pegged uh, a thirteen-year-old in a goddamn Memphis hotel room. Hey, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but I have to say, um, the, the arguably two of the best worked punches. In the history of wrestling, Jerry but, has a great. But one. between these two guys, both Brett and and Jerry are love, are fucking phenomenal. I love Brett's tights here. You know, I'm I feel like throw that out there. I feel like in twenty twenty two, if it was a, a a feud like this, what kind of match would you think this would have been? Instead of a kiss my foot match, kiss my ass match. No, they wouldn't do that in twenty twenty two. A suck my dick match. <laughs> oh, you're closer. <laughs> That'd be AEW. Uh, <laughs> you you got to think, uh, Jerry, seven star Jerry Lawler. When fucking Sonny kisses the fucking <laughs> guest referee. Jerry Lawler, that is his bone crunching action, uh, bad guys series yeah. five with just not Brett uh, gear right there. He, he was really, really known for wearing that black jacket and that black and red during mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. I still prefer the stuff he wore in 93 with the blue and yeah, white. That and elite the, we got. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I love that figure. The the, the Louis Vuitton kind of pattern oh, on, the, oh, yes. on the pants. Yeah, yes. you would know that, you Canadian bitch. Oh, they finally, <laughs> Travis, eight, eight minutes ago, they approved your post in that group. Yeah, approved it eight minutes ago and I posted that at like, Fucking three o'clock. He says, what the fuck? And I'm going to put Just Kidding Travis bought them all. <laughs> I did. I bought them all but six at this point. Like, I bought... Spell it. Sell it. Spell it. You, you S- know who went and y- bought all those, right? X-X. Like, they waited to approve that post until they went and fucking bought them. How many were fucking, left when you The went? fucking admins. I left six. How many did... There was left that many still? I left six. <laughs> <laughs> I bought 12 more. There was 18 there when I went, and I bought fucking 12. I respect you. <laughs> and you know what? The six that were left were either fucking boxes were dinged or the fucking faces were off printed. I told you there was, there was like some white stuff on their face. Yeah, exactly. What's about to be on Jerry Lawler's face? Oh. Fuck Earl Hebner, by the way, you fucking piece of shit. Wrong Hebner. The wrong Hebner died. I also have in my notes I have never been so ready for a match to be over with. I can't wait for you to ruin the goddamn pile driver as a finish. Oh, wait, here it comes. And boom. That's oh, a nice pile driver. Goddamn. Let's let's do some halt. Let's just get up and act like it's nothing. God, his hair. It's fucking You know, Gerald Law's like 45, 50 at this point. What is he now, 80? He's, he's close. He's Dude, in the season seven. He's still working indie shots. Yep. I know. He's cutting 20 minute promos and him not wrestling and, a match. Him, uh, him is it is it uh, Bill Dundee? You're still fucking doing stuff and he just keeps dying. That superstar Bill Dundee's going to be at that fairgrounds, man. You don't even fucking know. Dude. Why the fuck are we not calling in that goddamn indie show right now? We'll get to that. <laughs> Dude, that's our probably already over, isn't it? Yeah, Brett probably. is so fucking. That should have been a bonus episode. How how is he how is he not the fucking champion? Because diesel, how, how diesel power, buddy. How hasn't fucking Vince McMahon realized He's Brett is your fucking guy? You look at the ECW guys in the front row, they hate Jerry Lawler. Which is foreshadowing to come in 97. Well, like they're I mean, all about he's it. the complete antithesis of what they love in wrestling. Which is surprising because the people in ECW who were worth a damn were, were doing more... 
traditional. Well, I hate to use the term Memphis wrestling, but more traditional they, professional wrestling he stuff. Kicked, he kicked out of three they, fucking power drivers. I was about drivers. to say, they just killed the pile driver in two minutes. He kicks out of three fucking pile drivers. It's because his fucking stamina bar wasn't all the way in red. <laughs> it's because he's got that goddamn he did. <laughs> stack of Canadian dimes. Just because you start with finishers doesn't mean he kept, maybe do, that he kept doing his special, or he kept doing his taunt to build his special. You have to hit the the uh, I wish the, I wish the toggle button in the middle of the insect sixty four controller, wish. or is it the Z button? The Z trigger button the back. You know, back. you know, if Lawler would have kicked his leg out of his leg, it'd have been over. You're right. That's why I kick your leg out of your leg. Brett looks weird and all black, but I kind of dig it. I like I like the bottom. Very ninety seven. It's like ninety seven uh, SummerSlam gear that he wore. I like that pink though. Like I don't feel like that's been a figure yet. <laughs> you know he wear. You know what the hearts mean on his tights? That means one of one for each of his kids. You know where Julie's heart is? Not anywhere on him because he's oh, fucking other bitches. God, he's got his fucking boot off. He's got this nasty ass foot. This is well played. Like, everybody gives this paper okay, shit. Okay, Earl, how did you not say, well, we'll look down here. Where, where the fuck are we looking? Oh. I, I give it to, like, they well played the whole foot thing up. And it's because Vince's foot fetish. He's as, or you see the, the Faith and Moore guy back there? As much as this, as much as this pay-per-view sucks, like, this is probably one or two best matches on the fucking show. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I do not care for this match. I, I hate that it's Brits in it, but I can... I, I I would say this is the best match on the card, if not for the fact that they killed the fucking pile driver. Yep, I agree. That's why I said one or two probably best matches on the card. Like, like I feel like I know I said this a lot when we do podcasts. But like, I feel like this is a match match. Like they're actually having a match. Like, I mean, I get it that the foot's a thing and all that stuff, but like leading up to the foot thing, like they had a decent match going the on. The thing is, like. The psychology doesn't start showing up till here because Brett, of all people, should have been like, I'm not going to kick out of fucking three pile drivers. Jerry didn't even hook the leg and he kicked out. Well, maybe that's the way to save it is he didn't, he lackadaisically covered if, him. If you're going back when the pile driver was protected, there was no reason to hook the leg. Well, yeah, the pile it, was it was over. I'm not condoning what they did here because it's stupid. He's about to whop him. The WWF killed the pile driver. Like, Bret Hart has never been beaten by one pile driver in this whole feud. Like he he's always kicked out of multiple. Boom! Multiples. Right in the eye. Take it, pinko. <sighs> I thought it was when you fart in somebody's mouth. No, he's pink and black and tech. I take it, pinko. Yes, the rhino. That's how you actually get pink eye because you get GHB. The rhino is gonna cornhole his wife. Can, can we seriously? Can we seriously talk about how fucked up it was? That I mean, fucking, and they normalized. Like, but then okay. D- Diana's like, I really feel like he loved me enough that he just wanted to fuck me and like, <laughs> he drugged you? me because he wanted me. Okay, that much. number one. Why the fuck are you having this conversation with people to begin with? Why are you writing this well, in a book? It, I, I think it's because she, Loki, wanted to kind of dirty the fucking name of the bulldog. Then not be like, well, this guy was a perfect angel. No, then, well, then, G- then fine. Then if, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. Don't be like, oh, because he loved me. Fat Jim Cornette in front row. <laughs> I guess in her head, she's trying to rationalize because that happened in 95. She was with him until, I don't when did they divorce? That was know. 2001 he <laughs> said that was happening. Like when that was happening was two thousand one, he died in 02. No, I thought she said that that's when she just she wrote the book was then. 
Uh, I mean, that's probably true too. But like, gotta think. Because like, Dick Grossy, they didn't break up until <laughs> he, the he did. They didn't break up until like oh two before he died because he like dies on a like with his mistress or whatever. Good for him. Uh, not gonna lie, man. Hindsight being what it was, but why the fuck is Hakushi? We'll get not- to that. We'll get to that as well. I, I literally, I'm going to break down a list of people that were not used on this show and wonder why. Oh, it's a ton. Wonder why that people consider this the worst show you ever. Have, you have Fuck la- you, but uh, oh, he almost Bro lost him. He almost lost You have him. a lack of top heels. He could have been a top heel. That's, yeah. I'll, that's what I'll say right now. We'll save the discussion for it's applicable. I just, I just feel like Diana like makes that fucking normal by like, he just really wanted to have sex with me and like, he took those measures because he loved me that much. No, he just wanted to nut in your butt. That's pretty much what the fuck it was. Like, it's not that he loved you. He just was like, oh, this bitch is going to be asleep. I'm going to fucking stick my dick in her ass. You just I'm going to blow me, my load. You just gave me an idea for a t-shirt. <laughs> nut in your butt. <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, he's already tapping. He's already tapping. Fucking Earl's taking forever. But like, he's already fucking tapping. That's a cool shot. Very cool pan out. Zooming out. Oh, and it's over. He's been they, tapping they, they for won't. 30 seconds. You, see, you can see the fucking, um, kind of where they do the pyro crew and all that shit. The TV crew. I almost thought, you know, what What if he would have gotten disqualified and he would have had to kiss Jerry's foot? He had a five count, you bitch. You don't understand the wor- working rules. Uh, I understand, Travis. Do you? I, do? I hate fucking Jerry Lawler's bike elbow pad, by the way, with that fucking hard fucking plastic on it. <laughs> this was the, definitely the most promoted match of the show. And it sucked. Um, Execute me, Brett. Execute me. So Brett's going to take his boot off here, right? Um, The very first time I ever saw this show, and then I realized that Brett's tights had the hook on the bottom of his foot, it blew my fucking mind. As a kid, I was like, oh. It's got a spat. Yeah, I I mean, I was like, fucking... People didn't, people, 10, didn't, you know? people didn't realize it like the 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 uh, foot hook or whatever to keep the tights down. I didn't realize it makes perfect sense, so it doesn't ride. Well, I, I get it now, but like I'm saying, as a kid, I did not understand. Well, I'm that. sorry that you were a stupid kid. Do oh. you think Brett executed that lady after the show with his dick? With their sign that says "Execute Me, Brett." I hope he didn't GHP anybody. <laughs> he didn't have to because he's the fucking best so, the best so, was, uh, best server will be. That's something I never knew, Travis. It, is that legit about the the hearts on his leg? Those were for his kids. Yep, every heart like was for one of his kids. Oh, like on the inside thigh, like as they like yeah, as right he there. had a kid, yeah. he like updates it. That's a bad place to have a heart on for your kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in your inner thigh because he had you a hard dick when he, he hit Shinja. Oh. JJ. <laughs> I'm gonna tell JJ you hit me in the face hard. Oh. Hakushi over here. <laughs> I'm gonna tell JJ. Travis mentioned this too that Bret Hart vowed to make Jerry Lawler kiss his own foot, which was heavy foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, get the shot, get the shot, get the oh, toes. Yeah. Get the to- they're all in his oh, fucking mouth. God. That's got to be disgusting. Sick the big one in there. Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon is jerking off Dude, under the table right now. Because Vince asked if Brett's toes tasted like chicken. chicken. It's clear to see who had the foot fetish. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was Vince McMahon all along. Oh, yeah. Did his feet, did his feet taste it. like chicken? Swallow it. Swallow his, his, his feet sweat. <laughs> and you got to realize that the top of the boot was actually like <laughs> fucking... Calf high socks, by the way. Ned, are you jacking it? 
Kinda. <laughs> I'm gonna put your own foot in your mouth. This is, tells about Lawler's fucking flexibility, which he's helping in uh, here, by the way. Sucking on a toe. This is for that 13 year old girl in the hotel room. Sucking on a toe. At least he didn't kill his girlfriend like fucking Snooka did. Kissing toes. Kissing toes. Sucking corns. Jerry Lawler. So that's Michael McGillicuddy's music. Throwing up. In the locker room. What was it? What was it? Potato chips. Sucking. Sucking dicks. Definitely check us out, guys. The NXT Evolution. Available raw podcast. Oh shit, Brandon! I forgot your fucking five year anniversary present for Ransom Black Lodge. It's in the car. Don't worry, it's a laser disc of Point Break. You're welcome. I don't fucking want it. <laughs> you want it? Right in your collection. Keanu Reeves. Is that like a metaphor for something? Or Patrick Swayze, the best podcast. Okay, so you so ever we, did. We're about to get the finals of the King of the Ring. Travis, let's go ahead and open up some of your DVDs. How about man? we just fucking kill ourselves because this fucking match sucks? Jerry Lawler's gonna you be wanna, sick. You want to elaborate on why you have and don't do it on the table. That's gonna sound fucking terrible. Do it in your lap like a man. Do you need a knife? No, what do I need? I'm, I probably do at this point. Yeah, don't do it on the table. Oh yeah, leave me a knife, friend. I could use your needle dick if you wanted me to, but you know. Oh shit! This is a scalpel. Yes. Your grandmother must be proud. <laughs> oh. Oh, Adam Bomb's last appearance is Special Olympics. All right. Put him down on the ground because you got, you got to make this. So give, give, give some insight of what this is. All right. When I was in North Carolina last time, sorry, Brandon, let me hand it back to you. I um, was just perusing around in high spots, just like seeing what they had because I was thinking about their uh, Ring of Honor sale they had. Well, apparently they're having a hundred DVDs. For a hundred dollars sale, so I was like, "Oh shit, that might be very interesting to see what they do." She tells you that they're getting out of the DVD business pretty hard, so I was like, "I'm gonna order that to see what the fuck I get." So like, I ordered it, and this is where we're at. We Holy have a, shit! We have a hundred DVDs in here. Let me see this. Packed pretty hard. Holy shit! Like, uh, I also ordered an additional ten Ring of Honor DVDs. So there's 110 DVDs in Jesus here. Christ. Because I was like, I'm going to just order the, the 10 uh, Ring of Honor DVDs while I'm here. So there are 100 DVDs in this box, and I have no idea what's in here. I just opened it up. So let's just, just go ahead and start grabbing We're going to start grabbing some, and we're going to start talking about it, because you know, fuck Mabel. Um, <laughs> what we got here? He's dead. So we have uh, Ring of Honor Conquest Tour 2016, uh, West Warwick, Rhode Island. Then we have Conquest Tour San Antonio, Texas, 2016. And then we have uh, Conquest Tour Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 2016. That's yeah, some context here. We got Kushida and ACH. Holy shit. Jay Lethal, Matt Seidel. Um, Maybe see, coming uh, out, by the way. I see Jay Briscoe on this one. I see uh, Red Dragon. Um, Motor City Motor Machines. City and the Briscoes on here. Uh, oh, man, we got some good ones on here. All right, here we go. We got uh, Road to Best in the World 2016, uh, Roderick Strong versus Jay Briscoe. Also, um, Kamichi and versus Dalton Castle's on here. Really quick, uh, Mabel's making his entrance here. He says, if the dead man couldn't beat me, nobody will. Uh, Vince will then compare Savio Vega to Rocky Balboa. Doc says, La Cucaracha when... Um, Savio's music hits, so... Uh, it's still in a line there from from Roddy Piper, who caused a 
literal riot uh, by doing uh, the La Cucaracha on the bagpipes. Yes, you're to right. the, the Guerrero family. We also have uh, Roads the Best in the World, Indianapolis, Indiana, Ooh. which is a uh, main event by the Bullet Club, Adam Cole and Adam Page versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Motor City Machine Motor Guns. Motor City Machine And then we have Road to Final Battle 2015, which is main event by the Young Dude, Clerks Stevie Richards wrestles Dalton Castle in the show. Jay Lethal and Donovan Dijak. Who da- Dalton Castle will be at NGW. Uh, we also have uh, Road to Best in the World, uh, 2016, Collinsville, Illinois. Jay, Jay Briscoe and War Machine versus Jay Lethal and The Addiction. We also have Adam Cole versus Konamichi. It's a pretty cool match. It's pretty close. Uh, Road, Road <laughs> to the Best in the World, uh, 2015. You, it is main evented by Jay Briscoe and Roderick Strong versus... Michael Elgin and Moose with Stokely Hathaway. There's a lot of NGW uh, alumni on these DVDs. Here, I'll put it down here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So this bitch is on me two more Ring of Honor DVDs. Well, they're probably in there somewhere, Travis. All right, let's see here what we got here. Oh, I hope all those DVDs, I hope you got moldable. shit, here we go. We're getting into the 100 here. Uh, We have Full Impact Pro X Factor, which is from 2005. Which is main evented by Sean Waltman versus Jimmy Rave, and then Homicide versus uh, Austin Aries. He's a. Uh, then we have Full Impact Pro. Smell like porno, old school porn DVDs. <laughs> Am I wrong? The, the oh usual, my god, it does. The Usual Suspects, mm. which is uh, headlined by <laughs> CM Punk and Jimmy Rave. Am I wrong? Hundred percent. They smell like old porn DVDs. <laughs> when you walk into a porn store, it's what it smells like. Full that and lube. Full Impact Fallout 2006, <laughs> which is main evented by uh, Associates of Daniel Bryan, Cyber Kong, <laughs> what? Mr. Milo Beasley versus Roderick Strong and Davey Richards. Davey Richards. Roderick Strong versus Davey Richards is also in there. We get a lot of Full Impact Pro here. Heat Stroke 07, which I didn't realize it's a company after this point. Um, I got heat stroke one time. Roderick Strong versus Tyler, Tyler Black is on here. Oh wow! Necker Butcher versus Delirious. Eric fuck Stevens that. Versus Darren Richards. I like Delirious, but fuck. I have in my Butcher. notes here. Uh, Savio Vega is about the only person I see in the WWF that's chopping, and it's been really effective. Full Impact Pro in Full Force 07. Two out of three falls match. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Davey Richards. That was that one bet that fucking hits, man. So uh Sean Waltman versus Jason Rance of the YRR, who the fuck that is. Uh Claudio Casanoli versus Sal Renaro. Sal actually hit up NGW page the other day. We have ROH Sal's a good worker. A new dog. Needs a haircut, but he's a good worker. From 2013, and the main event is Adam Cole versus the Honor Rumble winner. We also have Matt Taven versus Roderick Strong versus Davey Richards. I bet that's a good match. Uh, Eddie Edwards versus Mike Bennett. Oh, shit. Uh, Michael Elgin and Jay Lethal versus Adrenaline Rush, Adrenaline Rush which is ACH and Tadarius Thomas, which I don't know who that is. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. That Pretty cool match there, guys. Um, let's see what we got. I'm going to go with the sealed ones because I'm pretty sure these ones that are not sealed are going to be... Some NGW stuff. That'd be cool. Um, we have DJZ Cone Wild, 48 hours to Orlando. It's like a sh- uh, shoot thing, but he has a... 
That's probably right before he got signed. He has matches with Johnny Gargano, Adam uh, Adam Cole, and uh, Amazing Red, Trevor Guerrero. Oh, shit. We actually have a TNA DVD in here, Impact One Night Only Amp Anthology Part 2, which is when the GFW is starting to go off the ground. Mm. We also have GFW Amp uh, Anthology Part 1. Pretty nice there. Fucking Mabel over here destroying Savio Vega. Yeah, Savio Vega has wrestled a total of 20 minutes this show. Dude, I think I was in Orlando when this match happened. It's uh, Pancakes and Pile Drivers from Pro, uh, the Wrestling Revolver mm-hmm. 2017. What the fuck? Wrestling, what? Wrestling Revolver is um, Sammy Callahan's show. Yes, but what the fuck is Pancakes got to it's, do? It's like a, they do it like an early a morning show. show. That's what, it's, what it yeah. basically is. On this card, you have Ricochet versus Shane Strickland. Goddamn right. Uh, uh, you have the Twins versus the Lucha Brothers. Um, you also have Michael Edwin versus Moose versus Palmer versus Desmond Alexander versus ACH. Ooh. You also have uh, Pancakes and Power Drivers from 2018. Uh, we have Shane Strickland versus Jeff Cobb. Both NGW alumni, former Cobb. NGW champion if, Shane Strickland. Have you ever told the Jeff Cobb story on this podcast? I believe I have. Eddie Kingston versus Juice Robinson. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. oh uh, so during this match, y'all, they show this live in Philadelphia. Uh, ECW chants erupt. However, the crowd is still behind Savio, but to be fair, ECW was dog shit at the time. <laughs> I oh, tried to watch chan- it. They started chanting ECW hard. Oh, I mean, shit. Jesus Christ. I mean, what the alternative? You're going to cheer for Mabel in this situation? You're right. Of course you're going to cheer for Savio. Oh, shit. We got a bunch of ROH coming hard here, boys. Um, we have ROH Winter Warriors Tour 2016. Uh, Young Bucks and the All Night Express versus the Briscoes and War Machine. Garbage. <laughs> Adam Cole versus Alex Shelley. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Curry Man. He's still my favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck AEW. Um, then we also have Winter Warriors Tour 2015 Atlanta. Uh, two out of three falls. Briscoes versus The Kingdom. Um, IWGP Heavyweight Champion AJ Styles versus Bobby Fish. Ooh. Pretty good match. Pretty, pretty good match. Um, we'll keep on skipping on there. Oh, God. We have Winter Warriors Tour 2015, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe versus uh, Matt Seidel and ACH. Roderick Strong versus Alberto El Patron. You know, I'm not a fan of Alberto Del, uh, El Patron, but um, Roderick Strong would probably have a good match with him. Uh, Winter Warriors Tour the day before Dearborn, uh, Michigan. You have Roderick Strong versus Jay Lethal for the belt. Mm. For their title. Mm. ACH versus Alberto El Patron. Michael Elgin versus My, uh, Mark Briscoe. And then you also have Matt Taven versus Matt Seidel. My lord. Uh, Reloaded Tour 2015, Lockport, uh, New York. Oh, shit. Undisputed ROH champion Jay Lethal versus Stevie Richards, a.k.a. Chris Moore. Um, uh, four, main event four corners survival is Adam Cole versus Moose versus ACH versus Elgin. That's a fucking talent, man. You also have uh, the tag team champion Michael, um, and I'm sorry, Matt Taven versus Matt Jackson. You also have <laughs> Roderick Strong versus Takati Watsonabe. Um, that's about it. No one to see Pepper Parks, I'm just saying. Um, Reloaded Tour 2015, California, Pennsylvania. Never heard of that one. Briscoe versus The Addiction. Roderick Strong versus Michael Elgin. Adam Cole versus Cheeseburger. Um, ACH versus Caprice, Cole, Caprice Coleman. Caprice Coleman is fucking awesome. Reloaded tour September 12th, which is my birthday, 2015, Chicago Ridge, Illinois. 
Uh, main event is the Young Bucks versus Future Shock, which is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh. Uh, ROH champion <clears throat> Jay Lethal versus Moose. Best of five series match number two, ACH versus Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel loves the weed. Reach for Strange the sky. Guy, buddy. 2016, you have Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole. Marty Skrull versus Will Ospreay. Kyle O'Reilly versus Travis Banks. Jay Briscoe versus Matt Jackson. Mark Briscoe versus Nick Jackson. Jesus Christ. Donovan, uh, Donovan Dijak versus Jay White. Motor City Machine Guns versus The Addiction. Pretty Fun fact, show. we almost uh, booked Jay White years ago, and his rate was very cheap. ROH 14th anniversary, by the way, guys. Ishii versus uh, BJ Whitmer. Uh, the Addiction. Oh, um, I mean, sorry. Reno Scum versus The Briscoes. Young Bucks versus Elgin and Tanahashi. Adam Cole versus Kushida. The Addiction versus the Motor Shooting Machine Guns. War Machine versus Rapondi Vice, by the way. ACH versus Kenny Omega. Brandon's going to love that one. Fuck, uh, fuck both of them. Field of Honor 2016. You want to hear a, a stat card? Let's listen to this one. Adam Cole versus Naito. Uh, versus Tanahashi versus Jay Lethal. Four. That's probably a great match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Shibata. Oh, here we go. We're about to get the finish, boys. God, it's terrible. One, two. He kicks out. Uh, Mabel is blown the fuck up. You want to hear a crowd just fucking fart all over a finish? And he's gonna hit him with a, he's gonna hit him with a, a Mark Henry esque splash. God damn One, it! Fuck Mabel. Two, three. He tried to kick out. Mabel defeats him. Mabel's king of the ring. People are pissed. <laughs> Kushida versus Dalton Castle, by the way, is on this card. Mabel defeated Adam Bomb, The Undertaker, and Savio Vega to win the King of the Ring. Lol. <laughs> best in the World, Road to the Best in the World, 2016, two shows. Jay Lethal and Colt Gavana versus the Young Bucks. Uh, Silas Young and Beer, Beer City Bruiser versus the All Night Express and the Briscoes. I feel, like, have, I feel like Ring of Honor had like a core set of guys and they just kind of like, okay, we'll just move this person around to point A to point B. Well, I'd definitely make more than $100 off this box. Oh, let's see what we got here. Oh, Razor jumps in here, by the way, with his ribs hurt. But like, Oh, Mo gets him. Mo, Mo Pearl Harbors. <laughs> oh, my God. Really quick, before we get rolling more, let's talk about the fucking title belt that was made for Mabel. Oh, the King of the Ring title belt, title belt that like... They never You're talk about it. a lot. He's drunk. I mean, I'm not drunk drunk. <laughs> not that drunk yet. He's not that drunk. Yeah. He's not that drunk. But yeah, they made a title belt, and um, it recently came out to light, and I think the title belt would have been pretty cool, um, especially since, you know, he could walk around. I mean, to me, it just seems like the aesthetic is pretty nice. So it would have made it cool for him to have, because he, like, he didn't have anything else in his life. No, when you're king of the ring, you you have the fucking crown. It's it's fuck what what? <laughs> All female wrestling bodies definitely smells like a porn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god, they're about to kill fucking Razor. Here comes the one two three kid who apparently could have returned during this goddamn pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're we're dude, la- we're dude. we're laughing at these fucking DVDs of Travis places. We're the worlds, Winter Warriors. Oh my god, who's on this? I don't know. We're gonna jerk off together after the show. I think so. By Kent Starr? I don't think that's good. I understand working. Freight train. The power of freight train. FIP third anniversary show. No one will see that. 
Delirious versus Larry Sweeney. War of the Worlds. Oh, that's great. Oh my god, kids getting killed, by the way. So, going back to what you are saying about the belt, I think him having a belt for King of the Ring might work for a heel. Yes. But that's the only instance where it would work, because... Having having the crown to begin with is an obnoxious thing, and only and really, I, I can't think of. Have there have there been any guys? Well, they that never were baby did. faces that that continue to wear the crown. Brett was the only one, but his crown was destroyed by Jerry Lawler. No one after the actual pay per view, and like Triple H destroyed his Sheamus Sheamus his. Sheamus uh, turned his into some Baron cool, Corbin though. wore his, and then King King Xavier. Yeah. King Woods did for a while. Regal never watch wore this, it. Watch this. There's going to be some garbage thrown right at his face. I really wish that chair would have broke. Watch it. You're going to see here shortly. There's a piece of garbage. It's a square in the fucking forehead. Sir Mo over here. Yeah, he's sweating like down. a bitch. He's not sweating. He's crying because he's so happy. His fucking <laughs> meal ticket. Oscar? His fucking meal ticket's going to get him another 15 minutes of fucking fame. Oscar <laughs> should have been out here giving him a fucking uh, King's L- Worthy Rap. Low-key the robe. Cool fucking part. Uh, no scepter. But then he have then he have a sword. I think he has a sword in this one instead of a scepter. Yeah, he's gonna use it to carve up a fucking turkey. He's hungry. <laughs> he doesn't have the, the fucking. What's that fucking piece hanging off right there? What is that? It's like digging into his neck. Look at it. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. We have a a uh, ten years of carnage DVD DVD about high, Ian Rotten's fucking goddamn promotion. Yeah, go fuck, fuck yourself, fuck. Ian Rotten. He's rotten. Watch this. It's, it, you're going to see here soon, soon. This is the longest goddamn proclamation of a king ever. And he's already fucked up the shoulder pads of the fucking robe. Oh, it's a shoulder pad. I well, it's like just hanging out in his face. He's got a sword. Nah, I told you. I've been I've been waiting a day to say this. <laughs> a day. But I have to say, as bad as King Mabel is, may he reign long. <laughs> may he reign strong. Because he's still better than Queen Elizabeth. Oh, fuck oh. you. I don't think that's true. According to Landry, Miss Elizabeth. I really I will say that his his robe reminds <laughs> me she, she's bitter not. His robe reminds me of fucking Owen Hart's robe from ninety four. Yeah, it's very similar. That's what I like about but it. That sword is actually cool, but he never uses it really. Because no, Drew McIntyre is using it right now. God, so stupid. I can't wait to talk this professional wrestling federation, which was formed by uh the Italian Stallion and George South in the late 80s. <laughs> this is the story of the Watch two this. journeymen who created their own promotion. Boo. I love George South. Boo. Gary like Saba, Boo. not so much. Hell, I'm going to buy another $100 box. Who knows? You do it. I love it when you waste money. <laughs> do it, you pussy. See that? George South. George South and goddamn Italian Stallion. Yes, yes. God damn that mullet. Bunch of ROH DVDs here, though. I got shit, dude. The PWF was surrounded by controversy for the booking fees and the (laughs) stigma. (laughs) Oh, God. These aren't still, so this means they're fucking indie promotions. Oh, come on, man. I think it'd be cool as fuck if we got some NGW stuff. Fucking Mabel doesn't know what to think here. Oh, my God. I got Memphis Wrestling. Fuck yeah. Loser Leaves Town, the best of Jerry Lawler versus Bill Dundee. Oh, yeah. Jerry Lawler's Tommy Rich and Austin Idol. Great Memphis TV moments. You're the best of AJ Styles and NWA Wildside. I've almost bought that a couple The of best times. of War Games and NWA Wildside. Let me see that one. That does not count. The best of the juniors. <laughs> <laughs> NWA Wildside. Uh, let me see this one. Uh, 
I love the art. Oh, oh my god. god, this is uh, MLW when they were first a, a promotion in 03. Um, this says right here Hybrid um, Hell. Murder One, Slim J, Gabriel, and Alter Boy Luke. Oh my god, Terry Funk versus Steve Carino in a no ropes barbed wire match. Mike Awesome versus uh, Kojima. CM Punk versus Raven. Sabu versus Mikey Whipwreck. Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and D'Lo Brown versus. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a weird combination oh, of people. God damn it. Christopher Christopher Davis versus Billy Fives. Whoever the hell that means. I just want you guys to know you might you might want to make another stack here. No, I'm about to do that. Oh god. Um, he's been talking for twenty he, minutes. Yeah, he's still talking. Yeah, Mo fuck, is still talking. Fuck Mo, by the way. Piece of shit. I met Mo one time. The wrong man on me. Oh my god, you shoot with iron cheek. That's mine. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get it. We got MLW reloaded toward day one. Steve Carino versus Terry Funk again. Jerry Lynn versus Teddy Hart. Raven versus Vampiro in a screw face match. What is he, is he in mean? jail right now? Or how's that working out? Oh, he's, he's dead. Um, Teddy Hart's dead? No. I don't know. Reloaded. No, but he's definitely one. in jail right now. Stampede Bullfogs versus. Bobby looks, Quants yeah, and Booma. He looks so happy, by the way. <laughs> Jerry Lawler versus Mike Modest. <laughs> Modest to, the, to top. the top. We have the best of Jeff Jarrett. Uh, class, classic Memphis. Damn, they they really threw the fucking dude. This is this is a good value. I'm not gonna lie. This is actually pretty good. Good. Like, just saying what they got You, should, you here. should go home and tell Lindsay about all the cool shit you unboxed. NWA 55th anniversary, Brendan. I don't. I don't have that. Um, I'm trying to think of like. I know the America's Most Wanted as a tag team title match, and that's that's a. Oh my god! The writing's so hard to look through. Hold on. I'm trying to see. He's the king. Jerry Lawler's back here. He's gonna throw up. They said it was soda and crackers that they used that for. Oh my fucking god! You want to guess what's in my hand right now? No. It's a Zeus fucking shoot interview. Goddamn right it is. Ta- Tommy Tiny Lister fucking shoot interview. Goddamn right. That, we need to watch that one on the show. Mickey James All Access. Shoot Does that include her butt? Uh, I don't know. There. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way I've watched Is that the that. goddamn America's Most Wanted on here? Yeah. I literally just fucking said that, Travis. Why'd you suck my dick, all right? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> wow. America Most Wanted versus the Naturals. He, w- he would, but his boners... <laughs> His boner's so hard right now. Uh, Jerry Lawler throwing up in the back. That's actually like... Uh, I pee, just fucking said what pee, it was. Peas and fucking something. No, it wasn't. It was crackers and fucking soda. Travis, you were uh, cut off. Whatever. These, these Stephanie two. Wine's about to have a bukkake. <laughs> Leilani Kai, which is fucking was that mountain bitch or whatever she was on Nitro. <laughs> Versus AJ's... Dude, dude she, okay. I don't know if we talked about this, but we fucking... Posted about her being jo- fucking <laughs> jobber did. of the week, that and, she, and somebody tagged her in it, and she fucking tried it on it. I love how this is an interview from earlier in the day for Sid. Like, fuck out of here. Well, yeah, he's not shitting yet. This is uh, NW Wildside Best of the Juniors Volume 1 had Best of the Juniors Volume 2 in here. This is Prime Wrestling Wrestle Revel Wrestle. I can tell you who's on the front here. So let's see. We got off. Johnny Gargano's on here. Uh, Rhino, uh, that is definitely Gregory Iron. <laughs> I'm shitting right now. Uh, Zach so Gowan, that's the. Oh, Matt Cross is on this one. Boys. This is in Ohio, that's why. 
Let's see who is Paul London versus Johnny Gargano is on this. Scissoring. I'm thinking about Matt, this. I'm thinking dangerous. Matt Justice. Scissors. Matt Justice and uh, Matt Cross is on this. Facade's on this one. There's, uh, gory? I don't know a lot of these guys. Memphis Wrestling, Jerry Lawler versus the Monsters. Great Memphis Tag Teams, Best of Eddie Gilbert, and Rock and Roll Memphis. Goddamn right. Eddie Gilbert, what a talent. <laughs> All right. Who was he fucking, Brandon? <laughs> Stephanie Wine was like, A woman who get... said my penis hey, was beautiful. You, does anybody know what happened to Tatanka this time? We'll talk about that here. Uh, he rode away on his buffalo. Tatanka. Buffalo. Buffalo. Sid reminds Diesel he doesn't know how to bump. <laughs> Tatanka. Oh, boys. Whew. Survival of the Fittest Night 1, 2015. Survival of the Fittest Night 2, 2014. Survival of the Fittest Night 1, 2014. Tied to. Uh, Glory... Glory by Honor 15. Glory by Honor 14, which is headlined by Jay Lethal versus Roderick Strong versus The Kingdom. Glory by Honor 13. Jay Briscoe versus ACH. Jay Lethal versus Orion. They literally loaded you up every Ring of Honor pay-per-view ever. Adam Cole versus Christopher Daniels. Here we go. Main event time, boys. Sid's shitting is the only Bam Bam Bigelow and Diesel taking on Psycho Sid and Tatanka. This match is almost 20 minutes long. Holy shit. The Wrestling Revolver, Naito takes Dayton. Naito, ver- Naito versus Elgin. Don't call him Psycho. Trevor Lee versus Shane Strickland. He'll fucking stab you. Sid looks like a million bucks here. Scissoring is deadly. <laughs> Dangerous. Jimmy Del Rey. H-bombs, bitches. <laughs> oh, God. This is the Midnight After Mania, which is headlined by... Elgin versus Shane Strickland. Strickland's going to be all over. because He was doing a lot of stuff with Pro Wrestling Revolver. Played the fifth. This is Wrestling Revolver. Billy Gunn versus Joey Ryan is on here. Fuck. Joey. <laughs> Ryan. Moose versus Keith Lee. That actually probably be really good. The Wrestling Revolver debut show. Has a Eddie favorite in um, PJ Black versus Michael Elgin. Probably a good match. Yeah. Like good Michael Elgin, he had a lot of he had a lot of uh, Jake stuff, Manning versus Scotty Two Hundred stuff come out against him. Um, fantastic in ring worker though. Oh my god, I've never seen that DVD. Death Before Dishonor Twelve. Travis is gonna be up all night putting all these up on fucking eBay. You ain't fucking lying. <laughs> really quick here, so well, let's get back to this fucking pay per view really quick, Travis. God damn Sid. Why would you not have Sid versus Diesel in your main event and have Tatanka and Bam Bam in the tournament? Because Sid's hurt. You mean Diesel's hurt? Yes. Well, yeah, Diesel's hurt. Sorry, my bad. Like, adding in... Oh, here's a... I hate this. The They they filmed these interviews in the goddamn preview, like, in the day. Like, I don't like that. Like, it's before the match comes out. Like, what the fuck? Bam Bam has the worst, like... Tattoos just randomly throughout, especially on his head. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, fucking Bam Bam wants to get shot by some Latino gangsters in a goddamn listen, fucking gas station. Listen, when you grew up in New Jersey like he did, like he thought this was cool. He was in the Jersey well, That means he's a piece of shit. <laughs> you ever seen him try to tag with fucking Canyon? It's goddamn terrible. Watch WCW 99. No. He cost a Tonka Pocahontas in this promo. <laughs> 
Uh, I would have much rather seen Bam Bam and Diesel versus Sid and Tatanka in your house. That literally did give me like every ROH DVD they got. So really, the ones that are $20. Really quick here, like Travis mentioned this as well. Not one title was on the line at this show. Not one. Not to mention, belt. one half of your tag champions was not on the show. The Intercontinental title was not on the show. And um, the heavyweight title is not on the line. Boys, we got re- oh, we got fucking that's Chompa on the top. Cole versus Chompa on this one. Mm. Wonder if that match has ever happened. Mm-hmm. Find out in a few years on the NXT podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am very impressed with this goddamn box I got. Not even gonna lie. Just remember who told who talked you into buying that. You did, but I was already pretty much decided that I was gonna do it. Yeah, but I won't take credit I'm for it. I'm gonna let you know something. You know, I'm I'm a little pissed off. They didn't put any uh, NGW DVDs. They did not. They didn't. Bam Bam with his cool fucking jacket here. Who's this woman? I'm not gonna lie. They didn't put much uh, indie stuff in here besides uh, full impact pro and pro wrestling yeah. revolver. Yeah, I was expecting some PWG. Here we go. We're some. You're gonna be some pyro. Beep. I was really expecting some Bam Bam, look at these. He's like, imagine Bam Bam in the King of the Ring tournament right here. Some goddamn PWG would have been nice. I got some Memphis wrestling, though. Oh, oh set the fucking yeah, ring on didn't fire. fucking go off like it was supposed to. Thanks, Kevin Dunn, you goddamn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're going to end that. <laughs> 47 minutes in. There you go. You probably remember that. Piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, I know it was gonna happen at least once. <laughs> he did. He did warn us. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Beep. Oh, here comes uh, Diesel. Wow, said his elbow's fine. No, he's not. You'll call him something. <laughs> he's, he's big. Dad. He's a great champion. He's a great champion. <clears throat> hey, it's hard to argue. He probably would have been a better champion if he would have actually had decent people to work. Yeah, like. Mabel and him working is not the answer, by the way. It's oh no, not the answer. And he even says that in his timeline. He's like, he's like, what did they do? They fed me to fuck. They they gave me Mabel. He's like, what am I supposed to fucking do with that? At least when he was wrestling Yoko on the house shows, he could actually make a match with that guy. Oh yeah, because Rodney could go. God, this isn't the main event. Look at Sid sell. <sighs> Sid Jesus. was not a seller. He just needed to be a dominant champion. And Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, you mentioned that though, because you said that. Um, Sid, you know, his size, he was always told not to bump like that because it makes him look weak as a fucking monster. And it's just it's just a different mentality. Like, traditionally, back, especially, let's take a trip back in time, like the territory days, where you could move around. A guy that size never needed to sell until they had the blow-off t- to the big feud where you have your conquering babyface finally get the big win over somebody. Then that person can move to a different territory and do it all over again. That way, you you never lost your heat, except for the moment, the big money match, you know? <clears throat> and I think that mentality was still there, even though, you know... Obviously, television kind of kind of ruins that because I mean, after a certain amount of time, you're gonna have to take a loss. It's yeah. gonna fucking happen. But I mean, just look at him. I I mean, just look he, at it. He he shouldn't be selling as much no. as as somebody you know a regular a regular guy. But that being said, he's he's pretty fucking terrible well, at it. Well, here's the thing. Just from a Booker standpoint, I mean, I've looked at this as booking matches. Putting a monster 
versus another monster, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get a great match. No! I mean, like when they put Hercules up against the Ultimate Warrior, those matches are unfucking watchable. They're bad. They're singular. Those matches are bad just because of the com- the combatants. You put them together, and then like there's there's no one to bump for the other guy because it's just it's going to be like ten minutes of test of strength or, or you know big moves, and you don't want to do big moves on big guys. Number one, you're you're fucking you're running you're running a higher risk of getting hurt. Like the Dude, more body mass you have, kick to the elbow. By the way, the more body mass you have, you get fucking dropped. You know, on yourself. That's more weight going on to core parts of your body. Your human body that size is not meant to to take bumps. Not a smaller guy isn't, but when you're two hundred pounds taking a a, a drop is is a lot different than when you're 350 pounds. It's just that's just simple physics. God. Your own weight and and gravity is is going to be less harsh on you if you let if you weigh less. Why the fuck is Tatanga doing the goddamn war take, dance right take now? Take this fucking DVD, Travis. <laughs> Which one? Oh, sorry, sorry. I think about ordering another hundred. <laughs> Well, fucking do it. <laughs> do it right now on the podcast, pussy. I think you should get two. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think this is a three. Good, I think that was a good fucking deal for what I got. Listen, you know? you've made a bunch of money today. You might as well waste it. Yeah, you true. That's right. Yeah, you true. You true. You true. I'm just saying, Tatanka doing the war dance. That's a god blessed fucking god damn it bullshit fucking <laughs> baby face move, not a goddamn heel move. Really quick. So we we were talking about this earlier. List, a piece of shit. list of notable talent that are not on this show: the Please. British Bulldog, Lex Luger, <sighs> Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, the Smoking Guns, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Skip. <laughs> hey, honestly, at no, this I mean point, you're not you're not wrong. You're Hakushi, not wrong. Razor, and Kid are both injured. Well, see, Kid shows up on this pay-per-view. Owen's there. Jeff Jarrett's there. They could have fucking been on this pay-per-view. Backland. Backland. Luger. Man, and, man, man Mountain Rock. And Bulldog <laughs> could have been there. You could have that's had the, the blow-off to the fucking Backland Man Mountain Rock on this the, fucking pay-per-view. That's what this pay-per-view is missing. Backland. Dude, honestly, it probably would have been entertaining as fuck. The smoking guns aren't on here. Like They could have challenged for the tag titles. Where the fuck are the heavenly bodies? So, really quick at this time, shortly after Stop this... raping women. Sh- yeah, shortly after this, speaking of, um, Tatanka would get suspended. Travis, you want to talk about it? Mm. Well, apparently he was in the wrong place at the wrong time because Jimmy Del Rey was H-bombing bitches at the bar in Los, <laughs> Los Angeles. And uh, she just remembered that Tatanka's musky hunk of man was there and not Jimmy Del Rey's. <laughs> So, Brandon, Brandon uh, according, according to Kevin Nash, the the story this happened in '94, like late '94, so it didn't get mm. around until this time. Till she started 95. talking. So apparently, they met. A, he met a girl at the bar. Um, she got fucked up. Um, yeah, he she did. <laughs> he shaves half of her head, and then apparently there's blood all over the fucking. Yeah, she's on a period. Apparently, is what is what. Uh, what Nash said. So she, she was. There was like you know detectives and everything were called, and of course um, Vince finds out about it, suspends Tatanka because he was there, um, and then Jimmy Del Rey is fired, which is why we end up getting um, Zip of the mm. Body Donnas. 
uh, with Dr. Tom Pritchard. Oh, here comes Bam Bam's fat ass off the top rope with a fucking <laughs> headbutt. And right into the goddamn buffet bar. Where's the ref at? You sounded like Mr. Garrison there. His big fan ass. Fan ass. Mr. Sly. Uh, he's wanting oh, he's to be as Mr. Sly. Just crying. The crowd does not buy Bam Bam as a top band. Goddamn. Tonka has a bald spot, by the way, on fucking hard cam. Well, motherfucker. Seriously, though, do you, do you not think putting Bam Bam, making Bam Bam make a run for the King of the Ring makes the most sense here? It would have made sense to me after you, like, if he. If you would have put him up where he's like wrestling a member of the Million Dollar Corporation all the way, all the way to the finals, comma, yeah, he'd had to beat IRS or something, and then he beats comma, and then he gets to the finals. Yeah, I mean, it would have made him more of a star. And then, like right now, he's about to fucking lose every bit of fucking star power. Well, here's he has. the thing. Here's the thing too, because he was supposed to get a push. Why? I mean, you could have easily feuded him with fucking Jeff Jarrett. You could have put him in there with anybody. Putting him in this position does not help him. No, it doesn't. But the point you were making about putting him up against members of the Million Dollar Corporation, the problem is that you're trying to build comma. So unless you want DQ. to... DQ. Yeah, I mean, DQ. like, there's not much you can do there. Um, well, here's... You could, I, mean, he, he I guess could, you could do Jarrett, but he, do you want to switch the title? Well, no. No, so, but I mean, still, it's better than what they do with him. I mean, no. I mean, I agree. He jobs out to gold I, dust at Survivor Series. I like. think that they're this this period is sort of weird because they're trying to build some some guys. They're ultimately unsuccessful with a lot of them. But I mean, you look. You've got Hakushi is a guy they're trying to make matter. Kama is a guy they're trying to make matter. Um, but it's like there's probably Vin- other examples that I'm just forgetting. But but it's like Vince loses faith in them, like. Halfway through their push, and he's like, "Nope, never mind." But but my point is like, they're not made, so you don't want if they have momentum, you don't want to derail it by having Bam Bam go over them. So like, mm-hmm. who do you put in that position? Tatanka? Well, nobody fucking wants to see that. So let's throw him in a tag match. Like, I, well, they ruined Tatanka <sighs> with the Lex Luger feud that lasted eight months and no fucking. Clear cut winner. Well, Luger Luger should have turned on America. Oh, Luger, Luger killed Miss Elizabeth. So there, there's a lot of things that they could have done here. It's just, it's like it's they have too many moving parts that they're trying to make sense, but none of them are connecting. Like they have this big fucking, um, they're like gears in a fucking machine, and all of them are just like not touching. They're just they're turning, but they're not touching to, to make the whole machine move. Mm-hmm. And it's like it takes them a good year and a half to figure out what the fuck they should be doing. And it, it, it's a, it's no wonder that people have such a, a low expectation for this pay-per-view because, of course, the match with Mabel and fucking Savio Vega wasn't that well, good. Not on Savio Vega. Savio Vega did all right through the, through the night. He, he did what he was told to do. Exactly. And he, did, he made the most of what he had. The problem <clears throat> with the WWF, specifically during this time, but probably overall probably the case, is that... Very rarely do they have somebody that's viewing the product from like three steps back. Yeah. All they have is tunnel vision and they, they see it through, you know, not now, but, you, you know, Vince's vision and what he said goes. And Vince got things right a lot of times, but most, let's just be honest, I think he was wrong probably more than he was right in terms of creative. So I. I it's just a, a simple case of just having tunnel vision and not 
really seeing what's going on. You're seeing it from rose-colored glasses because it's something you're creating. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know, man. It, it's just... It's hard to be like, okay, like, was the whole idea of putting the title on Diesel hot-shotting it? First yes. Off. First off. Yes. First off. So you already are like, okay, so Diesel's hot, so I want to put the title... I want to put the title... That's a nice little spot. I want to... Uh, I want to put the title on Diesel. Well, gee, who do I have for Diesel to face? Fucking nobody. Yeah. Well, that's why they put Brett against him in the first fucking, like, his first big title defense. Because the thing of it is, is, like, they hot shot at Diesel, and Luger even told Diesel, if you watch, I, I recently rewatched that WWE Untold about the two dudes with attitudes, and, like, Luger is standing in the back, and he's like, Vince is going to make you champion, because he's talking about, look at him. He's seven foot tall. He's, He's got, got a mullet. Muscles. He's got a mullet. He's fucking clean. He's not a goddamn steroid user. I bet his toes look amazing. And he found out in the <laughs> showers did. afterwards. They did. They looked like fucking great. And Nash is like, I got paid. But, so. then, but then, like, he holds the belt for a year. But I, people shit on Kevin Nash's title reign, which you they can. Should. They, they can. And they should. But, like, the thing of it is, is the creative he had was goddamn awful. Like, this right here tells you he should have been defending the belt in the goddamn main event against somebody. Yep. Like, and him and Sid, after they saw the first match in your house and they saw how, like, clunky and bullshit it was, <laughs> they should have fucking moved on to something else. Like, they so should have moved up the damn they, Luger. They, fu- or they fuck up the hot tag here. British really... Bulldog thing. Listen, for, for better or See? for fucking worse, at different points in his career, God, Sid got hot with people, and I don't I don't begrudge them for him being the heel that's going into this position. <clears throat> it would make a lot more sense if they had... Anybody else is champion, though. Earl wasn't supposed to see that fucking tag. No, they fucked the tag up. They fucked the hot tag up really bad. And right then there. dumbass uh. Diesel elbow drops him with his bad fucking elbow. So, like, that lets your babyface champion realize he's a fucking dumbass. And that's why he fucking just hits <laughs> the ta- elbow drop. He tags drop back on. out. So now we're back We're back to starting this thing. And he was like, they're calling, what they're, they're calling everything in the fucking ring right here. Tatanka with his fucking Padawan fucking kick. He has handprints on his ass. Padawan? I don't know. Padawan's a Star Wars reference. I know. I, I don't know what they call the Native American young boys. Well, it's, it's not a Padawan. Padme's or... That's also Star <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader's wife. You're stupid. <laughs> Tom Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom Tom's a fucking. That's what that's what uh, Tim McGraw was banging on in his. Bring him on by, Tom Tom. His wig come on, pop and smoke, sir. Pass around. I hate the. I hate you guys. <laughs> you, you get your wig bomb. <laughs> <laughs> banging on my smoke, sir. Guys, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of matches that's main event pay per views. I think this might be up there with fucking this is Goldberg, bad, dude. Goldberg and Taker from the Saudi show. This is bad, and like you got to think like the ECW Philadelphia crowd. This they're pa- used to seeing bullshit, so they get this. This pay per view is turning the Philly crowd against WWF at the time. Like they like this, they're sitting on their fucking hands. What do they have to cheer about, Travis? I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, like there's nothing for them to be excited about. 
They just saw Mabel win King of the Ring and become the, the fucking kumquat of a goddamn fucking King of the Ring. Kumquat. Like fucking a fart in church. And then you're going to see this fucking tag team fucking main event that no one gives a shit about. Bam Bam's a piece of shit. He lost to fucking LT. And Diesel's got a hurt elbow. I'm like, who the fuck cares about this? Nobody. I, I am disgraced that I fucking copied this shit and bootlegged it on a, a fucking VHS yeah, well, That's what you get. Kevin Dunn, please fucking sue me. Like, I mean, Jeremy Divot, come after me. I'm sorry, you got too much going on with Vince McMahon and some horse dick in his mouth. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm just so saying. Like, they're, like, having, they're having another face-off. It's like the flow. Like, they, they act like these guys have never worked before. Why was this not a single match on the pay-per-view? No, God. No. And it lasts six minutes. This, at least there's star power in the main event this way. No. No. This is not star power. This is fucking, like, a dying star. Like, this is like a black hole of fucking charisma. Listen, in 95 terms, Sid and, and Nash are stars. Bam Bam and Tatanka is not a main event. I want to see singles, or really, in any capacity. But at the very least, on the edges of the apron, you have two guys that ideally you want to see wrestle. Bam Bam's like that fucking McSalad thing that used to you shake it up and get your dressing on. It was cool for like six months. And then it was like, no, no one wants that shit so, anymore. So here, I have my notes. Like on paper, the next in your house is ten times better than this show. You get the roadie versus the one, two, three kid. Men on a mission versus Razor and Savio. Bam Bam versus Henry Godwin. Sean versus Jarrett. Owen Hart and Yoko versus the Allied Powers. Diesel and Sid in a yeah. lumberjack match. Why was that not the fucking card for this King of the Ring? Also, the dark matches you get Bret Hart versus John Pierre Lafitte. You hear the thing of oh this? Undertaker and not Bret Hart Taker versus Kama in a casket match. Compared to this God, show, God man, like this show is so fucking. But you got to look bad. at it too. Like if you look at it in a vacuum, Diesel's injured, so they don't know if he can actually have a singles match. Which sucks. Uh, insecure by Bam Bam there. Fat-ass insecure. Um, <laughs> but my thing is, is like, like, why even put him in this position? Why not make the Intercontinental title in the ladder match be the fucking man of it? Sorry. Oh, got a little strung up there on my words. But, like, why would you not make that the main event? Like, why it's does the worst thing you be said? A, I know, I know. I said something bad. Um, but, like, you're talking about the power of editing. No like, one Why... Is this your main event when you don't trust your champion to even be ready for the main event? It's because they've already started to advertise it. And Vince, you know how it is. And then we get a shitty fucking finish, and I... God damn it. You fucking let this match go on for 20 by-god minutes. Like, a blowjobs don't even last that long. And you get a shitty jackknife. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm just saying, if it's done right, it'll last uh, 20 minutes. Go. His arms under the ropes. Earl, why are you counting, you fucking ball-headed fuck? And, and Diesel picks him up, right? I want Sid. I want him to stab me in the kidney. <laughs> no, he stabs him in the chest. I want you. You don't want me, little man. So I'm trying to copy Vader here. The world! Oh, the fear. The well, demon is fear, if you guys didn't know that. You know what the real demon is? The fucking tie around Ted DiBiase's neck because he's not wearing it. It's because he left it at JCP. Look at this puss just walking out like, oh, I can't handle it. So then he got hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the shittiest ending to a paper <coughs> ever. 
Like, I'm not going to take the pinfall. Fuck you. Hit me with a Wendy wrapper, you imagine, bitch. Imagine, <laughs> imagine paying $30 for this. He hits him with an elbow. I would not. And he hit him with an elbow and hurt himself. And that's how he beats him. He almost the, crowd. Saw, the crowd goes mild. He almost saw his taint. I will, I will say, Kevin Nash looks fucking pissed. He knows this match sucks. Like, you know Bam Bam had to be like, God damn it. D- Bam Bam's like, yep, I'm just the background to a high five for the fucking click. Somebody Dude. was hyped. Did you see that? I did. That, 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 cool. that, that was actually a pretty cool sign, but that guy's a loser because he made that. Was sign. that you? Because it seems no. like something you would I do. mean, I would love yeah. to say another word that I said earlier that got edited that, out, but I can't. I, cer- I certainly hope that some, the person from 1995 <laughs> who attended this pay per view, who desperately wanted to see this main event and we've shit on, I certainly hope that you track Travis down. <laughs> this match sucked. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, oh, we're gonna put like Bam Bam. Is Bam Bam even on SummerSlam? I don't think so. Like, you're supposed to make him like the next number two baby face, and he jobs out to fucking gold dust. Oh, baby, Survivor that's just somebody else. That's for Shawn Michaels. Sorry, baby. baby. Shawn Michaels is just better than you. See, Shawn Michaels didn't need the Intercontinental Title run. No, but then he again, didn't. But then again, Shawn had nothing to really do. No, he didn't, but he could have fucking wrestled somebody else. Oh, thank God. And this is the end of the show. Jesus Christ. It ends on a bullshit, like, douchebaggery with fucking Kevin Nash, like, jigging in the ring. So, is this show as bad as they made it out to be? Yes. I I, I think it's bad. Uh, It's certainly one of the worst things I can think of off the top of my head in terms of, like, major pay-per-views. Maybe it's not as bad as people make it out to be because at least there were some storylines accomplished in this pay-per-view, but the star power is not there. You listed off all the people that aren't in this pay-per-view, and it, it it's a travesty not to know that Owen Hart's not on the show but in like a running capacity. Luger's not seen. Bulldog's not seen. Smoking Guns aren't seen. The Heavenly Bodies aren't seen. Like... It's bad. Allow me... They could have done a lot better than this. Allow me to make perhaps an unpopular uh, point of view. Depending on how you look at this, you could definitely make the argument that this is worse than Uncensored 95. Now, match match per match, that pay-per-view is worse. (laughs) But Uncensored was not... One of their five big pay-per-views. Yeah, that's true. This was a cornerstone marquee pay-per-view that ideally would be something that you would be using to as a catapult to a... I mean, it was. This is what you were putting as the, the propellant to your main event for SummerSlam coming up. Which would be Mabel and fucking Diesel. But, so, in that regard, it, 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 it is worse <clears throat> But so let, let, let me throw this at you. I, I know the point you're making is very valid, but like you look at it as are they making the best of what they have though? Because Razor's hurt, so that throws off his feud with Jeff Jarrett. Um, one, two, three kids hurt, so you got to think that he would have been in the spot that Bob Holly was in instead of the instead of Bob Holly being there. Um, I mean, the injuries, Razor Ramon, I mean, like, he would have been in this somewhere if he's not challenging uh, he's Jeff Jarrett He's somewhere. in a tournament because he would have yeah. won a tournament. He would have been Savio's he, part. Like, I mean, 
Did did the did injuries and all that shit throw this pay per view off that bad? It, it may have thrown their ideas for what they planned, but they still had options of guys yeah. that were capable. Capable Bulldog and Luger not on this show Owen. at all. Owen. Owen and they're all huge fucking stars. So I would, I would have rather not seen Yoko in the tournament and the Allied Powers fight Yoko and Owen on this paper. Which we get to at the next in your house. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think they go forward years later and they start doing just the semifinals and the finals on the actual pay per view. Mm-hmm. And I like that more because it gives your your show more to breathe, especially the tournament to breathe. Yeah. It also gives you the content on your television shows to put over the tournament even more to and build it, up for the finals. And it allows for angles to take place on the pay-per-view as well instead of just tournament matches. Because it, I feel like they built for Common Undertaker and things like that, but like Undertaker didn't need to be in this tournament if he wasn't going to win. It's like, it's like Brandon said on previous episodes. If Undertaker is in this tournament, he should be winning the tournament. Like He should not be in it. Same thing with Shawn Michaels. Like, if you're gonna have a bullshit finish like that, he should not be in your tournament. He should. Or at be, least put him in the fucking main, like the, the make it a six finals. man. Why would it not be a six man? Like, you could have took Shawn Michaels out of the tournament, gave somebody else a spot, and made it a six man tag in the main event, being Diesel, Shawn, and Bam Bam versus the Million Dollar Corporation. So uh, you said something there that you said a six man actually makes sense to me is you take Kama out of the fucking tournament and mm-hmm. you do Taker, Bam Bam, Diesel versus fucking the Million Dollar Corporation. Mm-hmm. That way you still have the pop of Taker coming out and he can put the weight of some of that and take it off Bam Bam because Bam Bam is not great in the ring. No, he's, he's, not. he's not a baby face. He's just not a baby face. And he's he seems awkward in that position. Yeah. It's just it's evident. But like I feel like Sean and Sid had a storyline, so you would kind of want to... Kind of want to touch on that, but then like you got the <clears throat> comma, and you got the comma and Undertaker storyline. Just you got different things going on, but they it's like they didn't know what to do with it. It's like we don't know if Diesel's going to be ready, so let's just make it a tag team main event. And it, no one was behind Bam Bam, so like, and the fact that that got like eighteen minutes was a fucking travesty. Knowing that he's hurt, that Diesel, I mean Diesel's not one hundred percent either. Why no. would you make that match? I mean, and he worked more of the match than Bam Bam did. And he did. And I, I don't, like, I know people shit on Kevin Nash, but like, the fact that he had elbow surgery and still gutted it out to come back and do that pay-per-view and then have the match with Mabel and shit tells you he wanted to be champion. Like, he didn't just take it lightly. Like, well, I mean, when you're in the, the champion position back yeah. then, because, yeah, I mean, the, the financial incentive... But there's so much. There was so much more weight put on the champion in previous years because you're the guy. The the idea WWE was not the brand in terms of like like the brand carries. It's it, now there was still, there was, still now. there was still the 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 idea that like if you're the champion, you're the one that is the focal point, and if you if you slip from that position, I mean, you may not get back to it. Yeah. So I, I, you got to commend him, but that's just old school mentality. You don't want to lose your spot. Yeah. So boys, ruin or redeem? <laughs> you have to ask. Yeah, you're right. I, I, <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm just gonna say pretty much what everybody's thinking. I think it is redeemed. I think this is a great pay per view. <laughs> I think King Mabel coming out on top was the right move. 
I feel like, you know, squashing The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels was just just right on the money. Like, you shouldn't even fucking have, like, she just squashed them from the beginning. Like, they shouldn't even won their first round matches. I'm like, releasing the unedited <laughs> version of this podcast. <laughs> no, this this show's, re- like, ruined. Like, he almost said it again. Like, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, this is the whole reason we started this podcast was to lead to this pay-per-view because it is the single worst booked pay-per-view I feel like in the 90s. Like, we'll just give it in the 90s. Like, they had so much potential and they fucked it up. Like, the star power they could have had on the show and they didn't have it. Here, here, I here, just feel like it's ruined. Like, here's it, my thing. Why would you put Rhodey and Bob Holly nope. over... Any of those other guys that we why, mentioned that were not on the show. Why not just have Owen and... Like, I know Owen and Bulldog, like, they had the time limit draw Why not have that on the actual pay-per-view? Yeah. Like, have them beat Rhodey and 1-2-3-Kid on the way... Uh, or Rhodey and Bob Holly on the way in, and then that's your your match, you know? And, like, one of them makes it. Or even if you no, just... No, no, no. They, they, they basically could have had that be yeah. the, the time limit draw there. I mean... And that would have been fine. Or you could have had Luger and Owen. Or yeah. something. I mean, like... Luger and Yoko... I mean, it sets up for their tag match at the next pay-per-view, which, I mean, I guess they didn't have well, plans and, and here's for, another but... thing, too, is out of all the single talent you have on your show, one of Razor Ramon's match was against one of the Blue Brothers. Mm-hmm. So, I- I'm going to ruin. I'm going to ruin. Oh, really? No, yeah. I'm going to ruin just simply for the fact that there is nothing memorable in a positive way from this show. Not one thing. King Mabel's not, not a good thing. Not one thing they've done. Even Bret Hart's match, to me, I mean, it's... It, it, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Jerry Lawler. I'm not a fan of wrestling, his wrestling style. I'm not a fan of the Memphis style of wrestling. I just don't care for it. What would you guys say the match of the night is? The Lawler and Brent match. <laughs> the, they, they killed the pile driver, but I... Uh, there, there was more out of what I wanted from a match in in that moment. I mean, that's what a lot of... Like, I, 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 I see where you're coming from with that, but like... If you look at match quality, even though it ends in a fucking time limit draw, Shawn Michaels and Kama have the best match on the show, and then close runner up to that is Rodian and and one two and uh, Bob Holly. And, and if, the they, if, they, if the finish fucks it, but to me, if you look at just like the match that like is the best match on the card is Kama and Shawn Michaels. They have a great match. It's probably. Godfather, commas, whatever you want to call it, best match he ever had. Like it's it's a good match. It's just the finish is stupid. Like, and that's the problem with a lot oh, of this. No. One time, one time, Godfather had a match against Bolt Buchanan, and it was fantastic. He was supposed to have a match with uh, the Blue Blazer. B, B squared. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the ring won that one. <laughs> He's right though. It's all this victory. So. Uh, <laughs> What, what, Jesus what, Christ. Eddie, Eddie, what do you think the match tonight is? Oh, man. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so, I'm fucking tired, dude. It's like fucking 2 in the morning. Brutality. It is 2.02 in the morning. I am going to say Sean and Kama because this is a recurring, reoccurring theme. Shawn Michaels had King Kong Bundy's best match ever. Mm-hmm. I, I agree I, with that. I believe that he had... The best match ever. I don't know. Back in like maybe the seventies, he. <laughs> I can't. I can't name any. But you know, <laughs> but you know, from what we've seen, you know, who, who else's best match he had was? 
cantankerous is best match. <laughs> he actually did have a great match with him. <laughs> and then, but I think Sean is definitely, it's easy to tell, Sean is the most over guy there. Um, I would say the next closest would be Brett and um, Taker. I think Diesel is literally like the third rung under Taker, Brett, and Sean. And not only no necessarily that. Make him fourth. And not, yeah, that's not even in that order. And just Razor think, maybe even could be on par or better than him. Well, yeah. I think, well, I mean, just work quality-wise. But no. I'm going to give the Sean a comment. I just do not like Jerry Lawler's. I just don't like Jerry Lawler. That That is the only match on the pay-per-view, though, between Jerry Lawler and Bret Hart that had a payoff. Yeah. That you were looking forward, like, looking but then, forward. But the thing is, they still do the fuckery with fucking Hakushi and mm-hmm. Shinja being out there, so. <laughs> um, MVP. Fucking Doc Hendricks. I'm going to give it to Doc. Cause like, his commentary on this show. It was great. Is, and In Your House 1 as well. Is great. And his whole thing with Savio Vega and, like, being the heel announcer and, and, and just... You know, playing both sides and playing off Vince McMahon was great. If I had to choose a wrestler, it's Savio Vega. He had four fucking matches. And he seemed like he was competent enough to carry those matches and, and, and be that star. But the crowd wasn't behind Savio. I'm no. sorry. Like, Vince McMahon can sit there and say, this is the Rocky-esque story. This is like Rocky. And, yeah, and the and, fucking crowd don't hear that. And then and then Razor Ramon is his fucking Mickey and all this other shit. No. No one like was behind something. He just debuted a month before. Like, they get don't up. care. Get up, you son of a bitch. Because like, Razor loves you. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. But I'm going to give it to Doc. I mean, it, it, I just feel like without him, I would have not enjoyed the show as much as I did. The only positive thing I can say about this uh, this show across the board was Bob Backlund. <laughs> it was very good. I, I, and he, it was great. It, it's always entertaining. And why was he on this show? No fucking reason. But I will take a, a non-necessary Bob Backlund cameo than to a purposeful Mabel win. Fuck Mabel. I am... Uh... I am going to be, I'd say announcer-wise, Doc Hendricks, man, he fucking nails it, but I'm going to say Sean. Sean's my MVP. I think he carried comma to his best match ever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I just know, going that Bull Buchanan match is pretty fucking good. <laughs> we'll, we'll let time tell. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think overall, Sean um, clearly has been one of the highlights of 95 in WWF, and rightfully so. I mean, finally they put him in this position that Pep Patterson said, you know, Sean Michael, he good, he good baby fake. They made the crowd go banana. <laughs> I, I cry. Oh, I cry. I cry. Oh my I, God, unzip it pants and I want to see banana. I just... And, and, or he don't, won't take it. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I'm going to ask you guys' opinion on this. Like, Is the push for Savio Vega in this tournament justified? No. Or whether you have rather seen someone else Dude, he just that. He just debuted like a month ago. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like, get that they're. I, I don't know if their mindset is that when we want to build another top mid mid card talent, but they literally do nothing with them. No, after this, like you don't really see him. I he think teams with Razor. Who did he wrestles somebody at SummerSlam '95? But it's not memorable. Like he doesn't. It's not a big deal. Like I'm sure. I mean, we're going to cover that eventually. But like, I just. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. You're going to push this guy down our throat. But you have Lex Luger, 
and the British Bulldog that you could have pushed down our throat and people would have been behind those two more than they would have ever been Savio Vega. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense I to feel me. like they kind of dropped the ball, too, with, I mean, they kind of pigeonhole, pigeonholed Owen Hart, putting him in a tag match or a tag team with Yokozuna when you had other viable tag teams that you could have used. Also, if somebody's in a tag team, that doesn't necessarily mean they only have to have tag team matches. Yeah, exactly. Because why is it that we have Yoko in a singles match, but we're not getting Owen? Owen. That, that doesn't make any sense. No, unless there's some kind of underlying injury or some shit like that, possibly. You know well, what I, mean? I think but, they're just trying to get every dime out of Yoko because they know that that, that cash cow is going to be coming to a, an end. And then he fucking loses to Savio on a goddamn count out. Fucking stupid. Savio, I don't, he only won one match. Like, be straight IRS. up, right? Yeah, and he rolled up, uh, and he rolled up, um... Rody, but it was on a bullshit finish because he hits, runs into Jarrett. Listen, beating the IRS is a big deal, okay? They just, they just hired a whole bunch of new guys for the IRS. Fuck. It's getting late, boys. So next episode we're going to cover is going to be Monday Night Raw from June 26th. It's the night after this. We get the Smoking Guns versus Jason Arndt and the Black Phantom, which is Joey Abs in fucking Game Grill, which is funny. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Skip versus Scott Taylor, who's Scotty Too Hot. There's a lot of attitude He's, error in yeah. this. Uh, Man Mountain Rock versus Phil Apollo. Whoa, no. King Mabel versus Kenny Kendall, who makes his return at the KK on his, on his gear. <laughs> And uh, Savio Vega versus Jeff Jarrett for the IC title. That probably and did, probably did Travis's match. favorite part, Let's Get Extreme, is going to be on you. this I one. i got to watch like five weeks of fucking ECW. You're welcome. Let's, uh, let's end this one quick, boys. Travis, what you got for us? Uh, you can just uh, look me up on the eBay at TGLTheMan12. i got a bunch of stuff over there for sale. Just got some Macho Man uh, Ultimates <laughs> up if you want to buy some. I think I'm down to eight right now is the time of this recording, so they're probably gone by the time you hear this. Um, I will say that the, the, uh, toy show run for old TGL, the man is probably done for a while after the last show we had where we were supposed to be have, uh, four eight foot tables and we ended up with two and two rounders, like two round tables. So yeah, not, not, not really impressed with the last toy show we did. I mean, we made a little bit of money, but had fun with the guys hanging out. But like, I felt like we deserved a little bit better after we were one of the first people to buy four tables. But, I absolutely agree with you um, on that. Um, and uh, it's gonna, it, it would probably be take me a little bit to uh, come back out of retirement on the toy shows there. But um, looking forward to uh, you know selling some more stuff. Looking forward to recording more uh, episodes of. Uh, you know, here, uh, Wrestling Ruin and even uh, NXT, uh, Next Evolution, and maybe, maybe the spinoff show we have talked about, uh, Wrestling Recommendations. Wrestling Recommendations. recommendations. Here to save the motherfucking day. Michaela I'm good. Brandon, what you got for us, buddy? Well, after our five-year anniversary at Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, we decided to take September off. Um, that was both a conscious decision and a, uh, a necessary one. Just my, my job right now, my day job, uh, constitutes me having to uh, give a lot of my time to preparing for October. However, we will be back in October. We're going to do a retrospective for 1986's Trick or Treat. This is one of the early episodes we did, and we did a watch along, but you know our format has changed. So I want to go a little more deep, and uh, as of right now, I've got something like 17 pages of notes, so that should be a whopper. 
Go, 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 go get you. Go get you after midnight. Shock you. Shock you to the sparks fly. And uh, and then we're going to have uh, a reunion of sorts uh, with the the panel of fantastic fellows you hear on this podcast making their gimmick shifts from Eddie Shepard to Steak Dick Eddie and from Travis Gilbert Lassiter to Titty Flippin' Travis and we're going to do Point a, Break. No, we're going <laughs> to we're going to do uh, a Rants After Dark watch along for the craptastic 2002 Kung Fu Kick Michael Myers in the Goddamn Grave Halloween Resurrection. The best Halloween. Funny, funny story about uh, I almost bought um Halloween Resurrection on tape as a joke at that uh, Orbit video in Asheville. Oh my god. It's the best it was Halloween, like eight bucks. It was it's, only like $8. It's, it's the best one. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, First of all, Travis, you are not a horror movie fan. You're fucking mad <laughs> No, it, it's terrible, and it will we'll go it, into depth as to why. It's but, better than the Rob Zombie movies. Debatable. We'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll get into that on the podcast, but do you know what the quote is on the back of the VHS and the DVD? It's from Knoxville. It I is know from that. Knoxville, and um, the woman who uh, reviewed that movie and gave it a positive review, her name's Betsy Piggle, and you can get fucked. <laughs> I guess she was Whoa, dead. whoa. <laughs> you can get pickled, Betsy Piggle. <laughs> Graphic. Well, guys, uh, NGW, we're doing our return home to Newport, Tennessee, the Newport National Guard Armory. First show there in three years. Uh, we've already announced a few things. Uh, we've already announced Dalton Castle and the boys. Uh, Brandon was really excited about that, and then he realized he wasn't going to get to get to see it. Um, on top of that, we've announced uh, Danny Moe, who actually was just on Monday Night Raw a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan Easton LaRue was going to be uh, defending the Eastern States Championship. Uh, also, JTG. And, um, Jay the God. Jay the God. Man, the man's fucking phenomenal shape. He's and just announced, jacked. Just announced uh, this, uh, the night we recorded this, uh, Rich Swan makes his return. First time Rich Swan's been back since oh, uh, Never no. Say Die. Oh, no. Um, but definitely check us out at NextGenTN on all social media and get your tickets at NextGen or nextgentn.net slash tickets. Uh, definitely check out our other podcast at uh, NXT Evolution where we do wrestling recommendations. Uh, I think the, the format we're going to do starting in October um, is we're going to alternate. We have these like 150 matches of wrestling recommendations where we go into deep detail, talk about the fucking matches, uh, splice in little you know interviews and stuff like that regarding the match, and then uh, also following the storyline of NXT from its full cell days. Right now we're about to see uh, Seth Rollins um, and Jinder Mahal go for the tournament finals for the NXT title. So Thank God so Jinder Mahal will be on my fucking TV. He is boring. <laughs> he is so goddamn boring. Um, but definitely check us out, NXT Evolution uh, Pod on all social meds. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you for sticking around with us. We are tired as fuck. Um, but we appreciate it, and we will catch you guys next time. Oh, fuck you, TJ Bowser. Oh, yeah. The cuck with the most. ProjectLouder.net. Yeah, sorry guys, we're really tired. And ProjectLouder.net. We appreciate uh, being a part of the family. Uh, but till next time, we will talk to y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.